welcome to another episode of Court of Corvids. This is our season finale, so thank you very much for coming and joining us. Uh, before we get started, let's uh, go around uh, and say hi with everyone. Uh, my name is Jake. I go by he, him, uh, but I'll be playing a bunch of different characters, including a lot of people that are in this chat. So let me just start off by saying I'm sorry. Jonas <laughs> uh, <laughs> William, why don't you go up next? Hi, my name is Jonas, they, them, and I play the the Dampier Chameleon Gnome Storm Druid Robin, she, her. Hi, I'm William, they, them, and I play the Dampier Goblin Fighter. <laughs> Storm Druid, wait, what? Uh, Remy Ash Willow, also they, them, and Jonas and I are in our band together called Glass Beach. You can find uh, our music on all streaming platforms uh, of uh, no. just Glass Beach, the first Glass Beach album. We have a few singles out as well, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everywhere at Glass Beach Band, or our Patreon and our Twitch and our link tree, uh, which is all what you would think it would be slash Glass Beach Band. Linktr.ee slash Glass Beach Band. We also stream here on Twitch. We do gaming and music stuff periodically. Schedule's a little bit wonky right now, but if you follow us on Twitter and on Twitch, you'll see when that's coming up. Hopefully I'm doing music stuff tomorrow, but no promises. And then I uh, also run two other shows for Q Times. One is uh, called Hijinks and Handlebars, and we have done Kids on Bikes, and there's a 50 episodes backlogged of that on the Q Times main YouTube channel. And also we did, uh, when we went remote, we started doing a Dungeon World campaign, and there are about 20 or so episodes of that on the Q Times main YouTube channel. Uh, we will eventually return to the main continuity of the Kids on Bikes thing, but we're going to finish out the Dungeon World series first. Uh, we'll, we'll be picking that back up in January. And uh, you can find all that stuff on the Q Times main YouTube channel. Playlists are Hijinks and Handlebars for the Kids on Bikes one, uh, Hijinks and Dungeon World for the Dungeon World one, and uh, the third show, well, the second show but of the third game that I do is called Killer Set, and that is a Monster of the Week campaign where I take real-life musicians and bands, and I have them play fake musicians and bands who have to solve mysteries and fight monsters in order to play their sets. Uh, we have had Pink Shift and Bad Moves, uh, both of those bands on the show, and it's a lot of fun, and that's also on the Q Times main YouTube channel and playlist called Killer Set. Awesome. Let's go with uh, Molly. Hi, my name is Molly McIsaac. I play Moss the Magnificent. We go both, both, goth, goth, both go, both go by she, her. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, the dogs are barely letting me sleep, okay? Uh, that truly wiggly little beast that was at the beginning is Mayu. If she makes noise during the stream, I apologize. She needs to be around me 24-7 so she doesn't destroy the rest of the house. Uh, you can find me across the internet at Molly McIsaac, except here on Twitch, where I am Night Glimmer C. She's in the background eating my chocobo right now. No! Um, <laughs> Mayu! <laughs> anyway, um, bye chocobo. Choco. No. <laughs> Choco- oh, yep, plop. Um, there goes yeah, the head. Yeah. Anyway, Night Glimmer here on Twitch. Please go follow me. I will be, um, I'm moving into the other room up here because uh, someone you may know from the discord alex is moving in with me tomorrow so uh, i'm moving into the other room and we'll have a better streaming setup so i'll be going back to streaming pretty much every day so please 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 follow me on twitch that's all and i'm krug playing krug claudel the human monk both of us he him i would like to point out that this is not an educational live stream but that having been said i would also like to point out that i'm fairly certain in the last episode when i did that little jump thing from the thing to the thing and it was like oh the only way i can succeed is a crit i actually didn't need to crit because i'm pretty sure i was in crane stance and i just realized that the dc for high jump and long jump is reduced by five when i'm in crane stance so i think that i didn't need to crit but 
I How do you run in crane stance? Cranes run. Not run in crane stance. What, why, why, why would you? What do you imagine crane stance looks like? You, you just do this and then run a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like Naruto running, but like more like a kite. <laughs> you know, like I'm a kite. I don't know. Don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> if you want educational Pathfinder Second Edition content, go check out our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Q Times Main. We have a show called Game Gorgon. We talk about RPGs. That it's really cool and fun and great, and you should all check out all the episodes of that. Uh, the next one we have coming up is the build guide for the unarmed fighter still that I am currently editing. Uh, if you would like that to happen faster, go ahead and tell the people I work for to calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's please play a game because I really have been looking forward to this all week. Thank you. Uh, I have actually gotten quite a few people from the discord who are like, I'm so hyped about this episode. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to ruin it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of things there, I did want to say, um, uh, I am the one who's turning the VODs into podcasts now. So you can stop bothering Jake and and start (laughs) bothering me. You can stop (laughs) bothering Jake and you can stop bothering me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I've begun doing that. I did eight episodes. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) Did I, I think I only put six up so far. Okay. I'll have to, I I have to look again, just make sure I did all that. But uh, yes, yes. It, uh, you, you definitely, um, Definitely saw that comment quite a few times of please update the podcast. I'm like, uh, we are. <laughs> We're trying. We're on it. Real quick, somebody in chat said season finale question mark. Is there going to be a hiatus? And then a sad crying face, which by the way is I it don't be sad. It's it's okay. We'll be back. Uh there will be a small hiatus. We usually take a break during uh Christmas. So most of our shows are gonna be on hiatus for that period of time. Uh but then we'll all come back bigger and better than ever. And, yes. and life there will are, be good. There are- there are quite a few things that I'm working on for this sp- show specifically for uh, like improving like the overall viewing experience and like some cool, interesting things that will hopefully uh, overall um, like add to the whole entire show. So um, let's let's hope that that works. Uh- <laughs> if you miss us, you can just bother us on social media and also Jonas will and yes. a lot. Yeah. And we'll we'll be on Discord. We're not like taking a break from the community. We're just taking a break from doing the production of the shows so that we can kind of make improvements behind the scenes. If look, that makes look, sense. I have been streaming seven days a week for the last couple of, of, of weeks and I'm just looking forward to that sweet, sweet break. <laughs> stream, seven days a week. <laughs> All right. So uh, sorry, I just wanted to yeah, say can I for for the time that we're on hiatus, can I like enter the, the Kellendale Discord with a character I was gonna say the same thing. that that then uh that I then create specifically to kill Remy and then when, <laughs> we, come, when we come back I I will have killed Remy and everyone can be really sad. That would be a great opener for the for the next season, I think. Can I play Moss's sister in the Discord? Okay, Cutting said yup and then heard the rest of what you said and went, oh wait. <laughs> 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 well, look, I've already, I've already gotten a bunch of comments about the fact that Krug has changed his name on the Discord to add Krug on on onto the server, like because he's like, oh, can I play on the server as yeah. Krug during the break? And I was like, yes. Oh. And so he immediately. Yeah, I wanted to start posting scenes. I've been wanting to for a long time, to be completely honest. It's just very difficult for me to like work up the courage, for lack of a better term. Uh, so I decided I'm going to start doing it with Krug. And then I was like, I was going to do it. I have a scene written up actually already. And then I didn't post it because I don't want to mess with the continuity of between the last time and this time. But after this episode, that doesn't matter anymore. 
Perfect. All right. We good to go? Yes. I think so. Okay. So last we left off, I believe Krug had just uh, finished uh, talking to someone at the four temples and the ghost light behind me keeps changing. Um, and um, you were heading to Bo- uh, Bone uh, uh, Voyage. Yes. And then I believe Moss uh, and Robin and Scott and Mia were all together um, in the street. Uh, Remy, were you there or were you? I can't. I was remember. not. I'm at the Tipsy Crow. You're already at the Tipsy yep. Crow. That's right. Um, so let's start with, uh, Moss and, uh, Robin and Scott and Mia. Uh, so I, if I remember correctly, uh, uh, Moss is very much hanging over and, and being as lovey dovey and touchy as she possibly can with Scott. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Cloakie's Mm -hmm. mad. Yeah. Last he heard was Cloakie kind of mumbling to himself. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think Robin is like, uh, Kind of, she, she was she was kind of rambling at Mia a little bit, um, and and she's just sort of like looking in the direction of the nail salon, uh, and then like kind of back at the people, and then just kind of like, kind of puts her head down and just like steps into the group, um, sort of ready to to follow where we're going. But it is it is very clearly like Robin recognizes recognizes this as like an uncomfortable situation that she doesn't probably really have the power to pacify at the moment. So she's just kind of trying to exist in it, I guess. <laughs> um, so Scott's kind of like, Scott's like accepting the love, but you can tell he's just kind of like, Hey, it, it, okay. I, I missed you too. Like, let's, Scott, you- let's go, let's go meet up with Remy. How's that sound? Yeah. I haven't yeah. been to this place yet. <laughs> Um, well, well, I expected a better greeting than this, Scott. Come kiss me like you mean it. And Moss is just straight up like, I just throwing herself on him. I felt like I meant it. Um, (laughs) he's just like, oh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. And he like, uh, he like kind of pulls you off and like sets you down like a step away from you and says, okay, ready? And he like grabs you by the waist and lifts you up and gives you a kiss and spins you around and sets you down and goes, I missed you. Oh, as this, cute, Mia. As, as this happens, Moss side eyes Mia. <laughs> yeah, Robin is, is just like, uh, Mia, aren't they just such a good couple? Don't you just love them together? They're so, they're so good and cute, aren't they? And I want to gauge her reaction. Your <laughs> eyes because you can tell that she's definitely not a, 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 a PDA kind of person. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of just like, I, I guess, like, like, usually neither is Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, if you, I mean, the last time we left, Mia, uh, one of the last things that happened was that she she threw mud all over Moss, like, mm-hmm. and was kind of she she doesn't seem extremely pro Moss either. No, and she still isn't. She's just whatever. Like, yeah, you can tell that she's she's not like she's like annoyed, but not annoyed because it's Moss. Just like the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like uh, Roman perception. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Sense exactly motive. Sense motive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sense motive. Um, hold on. Hold on. That is going to be 21. Um, you don't think it's jealousy uh, of of Moss and Scott's relationship, just more of an annoyance. Cool. <laughs> Robin just like has a huge grin uh, when she realizes that, that there is likely no romantic complication here on her end uh, and, and is smiling through the, oh, but she is annoyed at Moss. I'll deal with that later. Things could be worse. <laughs> 
Um, so Scott sets you down and grabs you by the hand and says, let's go. All right. And Moss shakes his hand off and like grabs onto his arm, like a, like a, like a little kid kind of like leans into him. And all the while she's like eyeing Mia to see where she is. So you can actually feel Scott's skin get a little bit warmer as you do this. Uh, and you can tell that this is very much something that Scott's enjoying. Mm-hmm. Like, like Scott has definitely been the person that has picked you up and given you kisses and, and like tried to be a little bit like more loving in front of people. And you've always kind of just been like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. And then you've shown your love like privately. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you're doing this, this definitely like he's getting kind of like a boost of endorphins. Like mm-hmm. you can feel like his heart's beat pounding and he's just like, Wow, like uh, you Poor know, Scott. You, Poor you, Scott. He deserves better than Moss. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell you. This is nothing that you you Moss would tell, but out of character and for the audience, this is definitely something Scott's feeling like. Like I guess you know, you know what what is the saying? Um, uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like the fact that you guys are away for a while and the fact that the first thing that comes back is the fact that Moss is just like, oh my God, I'm in love. Like I've got to do all of the things I couldn't do. So he's definitely feeling like on cloud nine right now. Um, and all of you. Yeah. How, can I hear Cloaky? I want, well, how is Cloaky reacting? Cloaky's just like, Cloakie's not saying anything and it's like awkwardly quiet because you know he's there. You know he knows exactly what's going on. Like, if anything, if anything, you feel warmer because of how angry Cloakie is. You know? oh. like, like, you can tell that he is upset and very jealous. Damn. Um, Moss is totally getting off on that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> The <laughs> what she likes to be wanted, okay? <laughs> I want you to want me. Ang- angry cloak noises. <laughs> <laughs> so the four, the four of you walk up to a pretty large wooden building um, that you had uh, kind of been dropped off earlier because uh, that's where the caravan had been uh, dropped off. You see on the outside is a very traditional wooden sign that says the tipsy crow. And it's a crow that's got like, um, it's got a mug of ale in its beak like it's way too big for the crow but it's just like uh and it says tipsy crow on it and it's uh all metal embossed um and just a simple like almost like western style doors that you can just easily push in i do it (laughs) robin robin takes takes a moment to perhaps uncharacteristically step in front of the group hesitate for a second at that point and then pushes the door open leading us inside I'm going to roll for confidence. <laughs> I roll the one. I'm taking it. I slip as I get in. <laughs> you push the doors open. They, they slam back in your face. <laughs> you, you push the doors open, not expecting them to come back at you. And they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I forgot about that. Or oh, that's new from last time. I Scott, would you mind? It's heavy. Uh, Scott, Scott, uh, well, kind of like, lifts his arm and Moss is still kind of attached to it a little bit. <laughs> um, 
as you walk in, the, the bar itself has got a very warm atmosphere. It's all lit by candlelight, um, esconces along the wall. There are quite a few tables. There is a bar across the back that you can see. You can see uh, a very familiar face uh, behind the bar. You see, uh, you see Ash, which yeah. now seeing her both in werewolf and in human form, I, I, you know, and you've, you've... Oh, that's why I didn't recognize her. <laughs> You see Ash, and you see Ash, and she's looking down, and like, like it looks like she's arguing with someone, and she's, uh, and and she's just, but you can't see anyone that's behind the bar, right? Um, uh, all of you, roll me a perception check. A real perception check. I'm also uh, moving towards Ash. I want to talk to her. Um, Also, Targus was the the bar back before, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, I took that. You know what? I forgot that that happened. I I looked back and past William was actually kind of a diligent note taker. I'm not anymore. (laughs) Targus is the brewer. Ash is the bartender. Well, I said bar back. Oh, I like okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, but, but, he's, but like, he's, he's, he delivers yeah. straight too. Yeah, he it's it's a small it's a small like yeah. it's brewer the, slash bar back. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that was a really good roll. What do you got? Um, I have twenty five. And William, you're already here, um, so you can also uh, join in on that perception. Cool. 20, I'll do it. Twenty four. Twenty four. What'd you got, Jonas? Twenty five. Nice. 13 13 uh, <laughs> you you probably uh, you can change this up if you'd like but you've probably ordered food and you're just kind of like chowing down at oh all yeah food I don't at- even notice like all of them come in I'm yeah. <laughs> just eating you see you see Remy uh, sitting on a chair actually uh, it's not they they don't make any of the chairs for goblins and it's it's just the worst thing so you see Remy standing on a chair eating mm-hmm food on the table because of heights, you know? Is it Targus uh, the Goblin? He just doesn't no. get to sit at his own freaking bar, all right? No. <laughs> he just this walks is, on the bar. This is oh. your world, Jake. Wait, if it's a height <laughs> thing, they're also too short for me, aren't they? Wait, hold on, hold on. Jake, this is your world, and if I know the, the Discord properly, Targus is also you, isn't yep. it? Yep. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> because I think it's funnier when Targus uh, like climbs up on, sure. on the table and serves mm-hmm. people drink while on the table. So that's also cute. That's a cute fantasy thing. If I saw mm-hmm. that in a movie, a goblin was just like walking around dropping drinks off or like walking across the table, I'd be like, wow, that's not sanitary, but I do love it. <laughs> well, he washes his feet every time. I mean, yeah, I wash it. Yeah, dips them in the alcohol while it's brewing. Yeah, Uh, may have been brewing with zombies for a while. So you know, like, there's you mean like alongside zombies or using zombies? Because those are very different activities. Using zombies for brewing. (laughs) (laughs) Do we know that information? No. No. (laughs) I order a drink. I guess. There's I mean, a sign that says nothing has been brewed with zombies now. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. I'm not even about the places that don't have that sign. <laughs> yeah, we don't drink there anymore, says chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, um, yeah, um, twenty-five. Sorry. Yeah. Well, well, you're 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 eating away at whatever you'd like to be chowing down on. The rest of you notice. Uh, you notice. Um, 
Remy sitting there eating. You also kind of just get a, a look around the room um, next to the fire. There's like a large stoked fire. You see that there is uh, an elf that is leaning back in a chair, uh, more than likely with his feet up, strumming away at his lute, playing music. You can tell that this this specifically annoys Ash because Ash does not like music playing in her bar, but she's just given up on arguing and fighting with this. Uh, you also see uh, Rowan uh, over by uh, Zill, who is the elf that has been uh, playing um, the loot. So you see Rowan, mm. and you recognize Rowan. Uh, you also see an elf and a hobgoblin, um, and they're kind of like like hanging out and they're giggling, and there's like little bait, like like little babies, like they're just laughing together. Um. There's a halfling nursing a strange-looking drink, a uh, patron uh, of dirt in her skin, and a mushroom growing from her hair. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so that's that's who you see over by the fire. Um, you also see that there is, there's like this, the bar is probably the, the most full you've ever seen like this place. Like there is a ton of, of things, um, uh, off to the side, another group, uh, has formed near a fortune teller table. Uh, there's a, uh, various, a woman, uh, sits several decks set in front of her, uh, as she has got a little sign in, in the front that says fortunes, uh, can be read. Um, uh, next to her, there is a ranger. It looks to be, uh, older human, uh, pale, a little bit of salt and pepper in the hair. Uh, uh, he's just kind of like looking over his gear, uh, and just like making sure everything is good. Um, what kind of gear, what kind of gear are we talking? Sword? Uh, shield? Uh, I believe he has a bow. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's got some sort of, uh, of sword as well. I, I mean, Dayton, you can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, um, let's see what else we got here. Um, also, there's a gnome uh, tinkering with something suspiciously mechanical. Um, let's see. Then um, there's a pair of fighters at another table. Uh, one good-natured human wearing a plate, and the other is an Iroxy, which is the lizard folk, uh, and they're uh, they're both uh, happy and, and hanging out. Longbow, dagger, and dragon scale club. There you go. Uh, and then the last little group is a clustering of new adventurers. It looks like they they look like they're not as well geared out, mm -hmm. uh, and they're closer to the bar itself. Um, they, they do seem to be uh, bickering back and forth uh, a little bit here and there. Uh, a gnome druid uh, speaks to a uh, leshy uh, uh, flanked by two women. One of them is a pale blonde hair and strawberry eye uh, and starry eyes. The other is a tiefling with a confusingly and she's running around barefoot. Uh, the only person in this place that's running around barefoot other than maybe Remy and Targus. And, uh, excuse me. Excuse oh, me. <laughs> as yeah. Well. yeah. Uh, at the other end of the bar sits a, a dwarf and a talkative halfling uh, with a fantastic hat. Cat? Feline? This, this is what you said? Or tat? With a tat fantastic too. hat. Hat. Oh, that is what I heard. Okay, cool. Um, can you remind me, was it Ash or Rowan that I spoke to who knew about the Court of Corvids and the other didn't? Ash. Ash, I talked. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I'm going to 
uh, I'm going to go with my original plan A, and I'm going to approach the bar and try to get Ash's attention. Uh, you walk over to the bar, um, and you kind of it's kind of full with the amount of people that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're I have to, yeah, I also have to jump up because there's no, no chair yeah, big enough for me. You have to like, climb up onto the stool. And you can see Ash is yelling at Targus, and Targus is just standing there with his eyes rolled back to his head as, as she's just yelling at him. Uh, and, and he looks up and goes, customer, help you. Yeah? yeah. Oh, I, I, can, I can wait. It's okay. No, do, you, do your business. I don't want to be a bother. I, I'm, Targus, I'll be here all night. Targus looks, Targus looks at you like, oh, God, please, no, 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 please interrupt. <laughs> like, oh, actually, could I get, uh, oh, God, I, uh, oh, and she's like, her hand is like, uh, at, at risk of cramping and she manages to get out a snap and feels very bad about it. Uh, and you see Ash like literally just like stop oh. and slowly turn to you. Uh, Hi. Uh-huh. Hi. Um, I, it's Robin. Um, good to see oh, you know. again. Old oh, friend. I you oh, I, I know who you are. Is, is snapping a thing you like to do? Is that no, a- honestly, I, I look. I, I panicked. Um, I just uh, it's a thing I've seen people do. It's not. It's not a thing for me. I'm probably never going to do it again. I'm so sorry you were on the receiving end of it. It felt. It felt very wrong. Uh, you can see Targus literally like s- like sneaking away. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to try to like. Uh, maybe I need a real stealth. I want to sneak a wink at Targus um, if I can, because I want to do this for Targus's benefit. Um, Okay, I'm not going to re-roll on that. That's a three plus, I think it's 12, but still. Um, oh, no, it's only nine, so 12 total. Uh, you, you, She doesn't even turn or bat an eye as you wink and says, mm-hmm. Targus, we're not done. We'll have this conversation later. As she's staring at you and goes, so what can I help you with? Do you want a drink? you want food? Uh, you going to join your friend Remy over there? What's happening? Yeah, um, all of the above, uh, I suppose, actually. Um, I, I was... Curious. Well, first of all, I just wanted to say hello. That was plan A. Um, it, it's good to see you again. Um, I'm sorry. And she gives like a very quiet voice. I'm sorry I didn't recognize you earlier. Um, it was nice to meet you twice and now to see you a third time. Um, but, y- y- you know, I, I just weren't going to be around for a while. So I, I figure, um, yeah, food, food, drink, good, good, good things for, for my, my, my belly. And, she and throat. leans in and puts her elbow down and her head on her, on her, on her. Why are you whispering? I don't really know how open we can be here. This is my bar. Everyone here knows the truth about me. It's okay. All right. Okay. okay great. Well, listen. You, you you look you look great now. You looked great then. You've got plenty of great looks. I can relate to that. I, I look different all the time. Um, what do they have? And she points at the mushroom uh, halfling over uh, with like the. You said they had like a weird looking drink. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. uh she looks over at, uh, at, at over at Russ and and she's less like, um, yeah, you're not gonna want that. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get you a drink and some food. I'll I'll have okay. I'll have Targus deliver it to your table. Okay, great. Um, and any meat you've got, it's been a while. Um, anything that used to, yeah. Okay. Um, great. <laughs> um, I'll be, uh, I'll, good. I'll see you around then. Do you want it raw? Not into. Mm-hmm. Not entirely, not entirely. Close to, close to. Okay. Uh, and she she turns and goes to the back and she goes, and you can just hear her start to yell, God damn it, Targus, I swear to... Th- <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think, 
I think of that, I'm gonna go over to Remy at that point. Give him a big old kiss on the cheek. What? Oh, hey, you're here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hold on. One moment. Mm. Oh, the food here is better than I remembered it being. I, I remember liking a lot when we mm-hmm. were here before. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, look. It is Mia and Scott and Moss. Yeah, the whole gang. Uh, is Kid Crook showing up? Um, Crook is not here yet. Uh, also, I'm uh, Herring just went to the bathroom. So Herring will be coming back out soon. I invited him to come chill with us tonight as well. Of course, so. of course. It's going to be a good, a good, good, good time. Um, <laughs> uh, said hi to Ash earlier. Yeah, um, no, me too. Just now, it was. I think it went well. I think it went well, honestly. Uh, uh, yeah, it was good. 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 Um, good they they don't have um blood on the menu. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't <laughs> ask. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I, in fact, I bet they would have blood they on the menu. Yeah, they might. Actually... I, I, if they do, I'd be afraid about where they get it though. Um, not me I don't know this is going to be a good time Mosty Magnificent Scott everyone come over here come to the table settle in Moss is kind of like still clinging to Scott but at Remy's beckon she looks at Remy and kind of like waves a little but then stares right at the elf that's playing by the fire and like completely enraptured and like feels a threat and wants to go investigate that immediately so she like stands on her tippy toes and like nibbles scott's earlobe and is like get me a drink would you and then waltzes over to the performer uh scott sits down (laughs) scott sits down and goes i i I'm pretty sure that they deliver drinks to the table, so I'll I'll order her something, uh, and and just looks at the two of you and and says, "How the hell have you been? Like so so good. We're vampires now. Yeah, um, yeah. Got a little bit of a taste for blood, but don't worry. What's a dampier? It is like a vampire. We are like part vampire. It's basically we're not vampires. We're not quite mortal yet uh, still either. Well, I think we are still mortal. I'm not entirely clear what it's going to mean for us, but basically we're like part vampire but not all the way yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah if i'm being honest i don't know exactly but all i do know is i won't die of old age now i'll probably just die of like you know the regular stuff like stabbed yeah i mean <laughs> you would have gone anyway babe if we're being honest with, with your lifestyle oh yeah no for sure but, um but when i first arrived here i went around i introduced myself to every single person they said it back to me so if you have any information like you want to know anything about these people i know their names i know only their names and i told them all that they looked strong very the few of them said the same thing back to me oh few yeah they, I, a lot of rude ones in the house I I, yeah i mean like it seems like i thought that it was you know a sort of a regular greeting go to everyone say hello my name is Remy ashwello um sometimes detective ashwello i you know i you hello you look very strong yeah and they say their names back to me everyone gave me names well most people gave me names but uh sometimes sometimes i got the you look very strong back but sure. I, maybe it's not the thing around here you know that people do is uh is there something delicious on your ear scott <laughs> uh you know what remy that is a great question does it taste good i'd like and 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 uh Moss, you walk up to the elf 
the elf is just kind of like chill, is super relaxed, like hanging out, playing the lute. Um, it's a, a whisper elf, uh, which is, you know, and he's kind of got like a paler blue skin. Uh, there's like a, some streaks of, of white in his hair, um, but it's uh, it's it's like a darker, um, like I don't think it's black, but it's like gray, greenish kind of, it looks like. I've got a picture. I'm trying to describe it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to pull it up, and for some reason it's not opening in Discord, and I can't remember my Discord login for the browser. <laughs> it's fine. I, I, will, I will share it with you a little bit later. Um, yeah, so he's just hanging out and um, just kind of strumming, strumming away at, uh, at it, and uh, you walk up to him, and he looks at you, and he kind of nods. He goes... Well, hello there, fine lady. How are you doing? I'm quite all right. I'm, I, of course you know who I am. Okay. And and you're welcome that I'm here. He kind of looks around at everyone else, kind of looks at, at, at Rowan, and Rowan's like... Um, <laughs> and she just kind of like looks away awkwardly. Uh, and he goes... And, and Zill, he goes, well... I should at least introduce myself. My name is Zill. What's yours? Oh, well, you want to hear it from my, my mouth, I see. Uh, I, I suppose there is quite a thrill with hearing me say, I am Moss the Magnificent, of course, known far and wide for my performing prowess, my wonderful songs, my glorious performances. Oh, so you are a performer yourself as well, is that so? Well, yes, I'm most. Well, of course, they know who you are. Well, why don't you honor me by performing with me? I can play a little bit, or you could sing, and I could follow up and uh, add a little bit of pizzazz to something that you put together. Well, uh, Zill, was it? I'm glad that you didn't make me have to ask because that is the very reason I came over here. Hmm. I want to give these people a treat. You see, I've been off saving the world. It's been some time since my stylings have been enjoyed by the masses. Ahem, um, please uh, strum a B. <laughs> um, his performance as he, he doesn't just strum strums he waits a second and then starts going straight into the music uh he rolled a 30 32 damn do you want um, me to roll performance yeah if you're gonna join in and sing oh i am and not I'm, just saying like dance 30. and do my sparkly uh like press the digitation stuff it's a 33 sorry 33 okay that is Twenty nine, twenty nine. So you you start to perform and you start to sing uh, in front of uh, the group. Uh, you feel a little bit upstaged by the by the music as it is. It is like he he is going. <laughs> no. <laughs> look look look. I, I'm not I'm not telling you how how to act. I'm just telling you how well he rolled versus you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so he's playing playing along and you're singing. The two of you managed to get the intention of the entire bar. Even for a moment, Ash stops yelling at Targus and and like stops and looks over and stops. The entire crowd stops what they're doing and watches the two of you perform. As I think that this is the first time we've had a dual performance like this. Like we've we've had some smaller things. Zill's usually the one that comes out in 
and performs. But now it's it's having a, a singer, a dancer, a having um, having a, you know a loop being played, uh, and and the crowds you know not singing along, but they're cheering and they've got their drinks up and they're they're being merry, and you can see everyone like yeah cheering and being happy uh, as the two of you uh, perform your entire song. Uh, is there a specific song or, or, or um, like mood that you're trying to uh, move on to people? I would say that it's like upbeat and epic and um, like very, not quite, like dancey but almost there and moss is doing a lot of like twirling and spinning and um she's quite quite impressed with zill but also threatened obviously <laughs> um but as long as they're working together as a team she feels okay with this situation i also want to add that she's using cloaky as part of the performance and kind of like almost half singing to cloaky as like almost a way of like apology for her earlier behavior like kind of trying just to butter him up a little bit so she's using him to like spin around with so this is something interesting as you're doing that and you're taking cloaky and you're spinning cloaky around something happens that you've never seen before small bits of like almost like uh, 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 sparks or like little like uh, pieces of flame like you know as it like separates from the rest of the fire and kind of mm -hmm. goes up on itself you see that kind of every once in a while shooting out of the back of the cloak as you spin it around uh, so it's kind of like little bits of, of not glitter but like just actual fire mm -hmm. just kind Ooh. of from the tips of uh, the cloak as you spin around um, Moss thinks while she's singing to Cloaky like that's a nice effect when did you learn how to do that uh, you get no response. Hmm. You, know he's there. Down. you know he's there because you can feel that he's there. Like, you know when the cloak goes limp when he's not there, right? Yeah. You know that he's there and he is very specifically not speaking to you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so as this is going on, let's go to Krug. What's up? Krug, you are standing outside of that's a, that's that Krug I know and love. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, so you were kind of told the direction in which to go, and as you go up to it, you can see that this doesn't look like a morgue. It it looks like a bakery, but it's like not like not quite open. Like it's still being worked on. Um, and then there's like a little sign off to the side of the of, of the uh, bakery that says uh, that says uh, morgue drop off in the back. I'm gonna walk to the back. Uh, you walk down the alley, and it, it actually the alley starts to slope down, and you can tell that the the morgue is on the on the like on a lower side, uh, and there is uh, two doors. Uh, that literally just say like uh, uh, leave bodies here, knock uh, before leaving, and that's it. Uh, I'm gonna try the doors. Uh, you you the doors are unlocked. You are oh. able to walk. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock and open the door at the same time. Uh, as you open the door, you hear a deep voice coming from the back of, of the place. That then you hear, you know damn well to leave the bodies outside. I don't think you uh, understand who's here. 
you don't hear anything. Roll me, actually, roll me a perception. Sure. What about a spicy number that I don't remember? 13. <laughs> 13? Yeah, yeah, you don't hear anything. I, uh, I, I, I rolled a two, so. Uh, you see a, a person walking in. Like, you're kind of like in a waiting area. Um, and from the back, you can see there's like, uh, not glass windows, but there's like cutouts that you can see further in the back. You see a very tall, gaunt, uh, uh, tiefling that has blue skin, um, that has, uh, like a beard, uh, and he's, he's like a real pale, pale blue. Um, and he's wearing a very large, like what looks to be like a, a leather apron that literally is just covered in, in viscera and blood. Uh, and he, you see him take it off and set it down and goes, oh, what can I help you with? I'm not entirely sure at the moment. Um, why are you underneath a bakery? Doesn't that seem a little unsanitary to you? I don't do the cooking, so I don't really understand what you're talking about. I guess that's fair. Uh, you'll forgive me. I'm, I'm kind of new to town in that. I'm trying to figure out exactly what, who I need to talk to to help me with a problem. What exactly do you do here? I'm not really familiar with morgues. Do you just walk into random businesses and ask them, what do you do here? I mean, yeah, generally. It seems quite odd of you to do. A morgue is a location in which we deal with the recently deceased. So you're kind of like a funeral home. One moment. Hold on. Did you just ask me if a bakery on top of a morgue was unsanitary and then ask me what I do here? So clearly you have some understanding of what I do here. I, I have a vague understanding that you have something to do with death, but I don't understand if the way that you interact with death is for the good of the deceased or for the good of the living. And why Does that make sense? It can absolutely. I, I just don't know what the what the answer to the question is, which is you know what I'm trying to figure out. What 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 exactly do you do? I deal with the dead. How is that? All right, <laughs> I guess that's fair enough. I um, I also deal with the dead in a slightly different way. Uh, in a slightly, I don't know. I guess I don't really understand exactly how you deal with the dead, but um a way that's a little outside of my control and that bothers me. And I'm wondering if you can help me gain a little bit more control over that. Do you, are you familiar with magic in any way? Do you understand how spirits work or, or anything about the divine or anything like that? He, he, he turns his neck in both directions and you can hear his neck and you can hear even fine. Just, snap 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 as he as you're speaking and he goes everyone at home play along <laughs> yeah, right he goes i do know quite a bit about the undead i i am a spellcaster of the divine in itself and i do find the undead and the de- recently dead important to both the ongoing existence of all of us as well as understanding what comes next for all of us. 
while he's talking, can I look around and see if there's any religious symbology? Sure. Like an icon of a deity or something around. Uh, I got a, uh, what was it, 12? Uh, 29. Um, so where you're at, there there is, it's like stark. Like there's nothing here. Like this is very much like a you're not even supposed to be here. This is just where I bring the dead bodies kind of hallway. Right. So there's no sort of like personal effects or anything in the direct room that you're in. Um, uh, and he is not where he's literally wearing. In fact, it looks like he's wearing probably underneath the, the actually he took the, the, the apron off. It looks like he's wearing clothes that were taken off of the dead body. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but you wouldn't necessarily know that as any sort of like deific kind sure. of symbol. Right, right. <laughs> so, what exactly can you do that is different than other diviners? Uh, you'll forgive me. I don't know the, the, the necromantic terms for these things, but there are, there are spirits that people have. And when people die, those spirits leave this plane, but sometimes they don't. From what I understand, that's a bad thing. And I haven't the ability to help them leave this plane kind of like act as a vessel for them. But I don't know how to, have them disembark the vessel. Does that make sense? I just have them now. I don't want them. I don't, I don't want to use them as a tool. So what you're telling me is that you have a device in which can capture souls. Yeah. And you're trying to take them off into the boneyard. I don't know what the, the boneyard is. Wherever they're supposed to go, they're definitely not supposed to go in a device. Oh, me? Okay, sure. Yeah. The boneyard, not to be confused with the bone zone. <laughs> Jake, chat's asking about Henry. I don't know if you're seeing that. I don't know. I know. I, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Cool. 30? Uh, 30. Uh, so the boneyard, uh, the boneyard, uh, spans an impossibly tall and ever growing spire of gleaming. Uh, 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 I'm trying to read directly from this. The boneyard is where the souls of the mortals, uh, mortal dead arrive for judgment and for Phrasma and her psychopomps, uh, servitude to direct them to their, uh, respective afterlives. So this is basically the judgment. This is where they okay. go to be to where they belong and that's like a, a thing of fact yes that's not yes. like an abstract belief okay no. i mean phrasma is not an abstract uh religion. right 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 yeah i have her a piece of a tool that she uses i i, I believe phrasma exists mm-hmm. but like you know there are some people that like mm-hmm. even even though we can prove that xyz deities do xyz things have other beliefs that are just wrong right yeah so you're yeah. like is this real yeah um so when he mentions the boat, like you yeah. want to take them to the boneyard, you you know exactly what he means by that. That's the idea. I, they don't belong with me. I, I can't. I don't judge people like that. I, I have. I can't even judge my own actions sometimes. How am I supposed to figure out what 
to do with others. That doesn't make any sense. You know, this is a power in which, if true, and I have no reason not to believe you, that many people will be wanting. Listen, I I generally don't. I try not to ask for help. That's uh, that's not that's not who I am. I try to take care of my own work and and get my own stuff done. Uh, I understand that that uh, many of my burdens are ones that other people would like to take off of my chest or off of my back. Uh, the only reason I'm asking you is because I, I really genuinely think that the only thing that I could do with these people's lives that would be worse than putting them in the hands of someone that's going to use them for some ill will is nothing. I have to do something and I don't know where to start. So if you can at the very least give me a place to start, that'd be wonderful. May I examine such an object? Can I sense motive? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 22? Um, you can tell that he is very interested in an object if it truly exists. Um, he's, he's a little bit skeptical that it's real, and that's more of the reason why he's asking to see it and less of like, I want it for myself. You know what I mean? Like so it's academic it, interest, not, not selfish interest. Exactly. That's all I, that's all I need to know. As much as I'd love to hand it to you to let you do whatever it is that you would, uh, I can't take it off. And I show him my hand wraps. And he looks at them and he doesn't like, he doesn't touch them or doesn't do anything. He just looks at them and looks at you and goes, will you join me in the back? Sure. I, if I would like to look at them and that is where my tools are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you go through a door and you walk into a room that is cold, freaking cold, right? Along the wall, you can see that there are like small doors, like, like literally like small doors that, that go about three high. Um, uh, and it's about four wide on the wall. Uh, and, um, there are metal tables that are just set around one of the, one of the tables actually has a body that has been completely opened up and you can see the rib cages sticking out, uh, on the table. Uh, and you can see all along the back wall, there is just a cascade of books stacked upon each other with notes and other sheets of paper paper jammed inside of them uh, to clearly show, oh, you know, there's something important on this page. Stacked upon all of them is a single humanoid skull that sits on all of them. Uh, and he goes over to a small desk and he goes, do you mind putting your arms on the table, please? I put my arms on the table. Uh, he he grabs like a, a like what looks like a magnifying glass, and he puts it over your hand, and then he goes one moment, um, and he grabs a, a candle and lights the candle, and he sets it down next to you just to kind of brighten the area, 
and he uh, takes the magnifying glass and starts to look in. As that's happening, you hear the doors swing open to the morgue, like the doors that you came through. Uh, and he turns and you hear a, a woman's voice going, Yan, 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 there's a bunch of new. And you can see her as she steps into the room and stops as she sees you. Um, I'm like it, halfway it, stood up, like I'm about to get ready to fight. And then I'm like, uh oh, and <laughs> she, she stops. And it is a uh, female typhoid. <laughs> Uh, that uh, is wearing a, a long robe and is barefoot. Uh, and she uh, she just kind of stops and her eyes are, are completely blacked out. And she looks at you and just stops and goes, never mind. Um, I am the new, I assume, that you're talking about. How's it going? Hi. Um, I'm um, Ella. Nice to meet you. And she walks over and goes, so what you two doing? And Jan, Jan looks, at, uh, looks at her and he goes, our friend here might have something of great interest um, if I have a moment to be able to do some research. So give me one moment. Uh, and he goes back to, he looks at you and, and asks you to, like, hand asks you to sit down. Uh, and and he, he takes your hand, the hand that has both of the symbols on it, and he rotates your arm and uh, looks at the symbols. Uh, and he turns and looks at them. And he looks at you and he goes, one moment. And he walks over to the back wall and he starts to go through all of the the like he's just kind of like looking at the the bindings of the books uh and then he looks over at the skull and it roll me a perception 23 oh i think henry's the skull he looks at the skull and it looks like he's scolding the skull with his eyes yeah yep and then he goes back to to doing what he was doing Let's move back to the tavern mm-hmm. uh, where the the five of you now are all hanging out. You all see uh, Moss and Zill make their performance and the song ends. Moss, what would you like to do as the song ends? <laughs> Unmute myself first. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I'm going to like theatrically bow and and like accept flowers and accolades and then after that's over uh turn to zill and with a surprise uh gracefully offer him her uh zill is him or they him i believe okay um offer offer zill my hand and say and kind of like curtsy to him and say well that was much more fun than i've had in quite some time and he looks at you and goes, well, you know, I don't live too far away from here. I can show you even more fun later if you'd like. Oh, I'm certain that you could, but you have to earn that sort of privilege. Well, maybe a little bit more song while you gather with your friends. Uh, and he, he sits back down and starts strumming away at, at his lute. I will be back, Zill. And Moss winks and uh, he, he looks at you over at- the table. As you weaken, you, you start walking away. He goes, oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> You're in the middle. 
of making your your boyfriend jealous of your boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> so that Moss thrives yeah. on complexity when it comes <laughs> to the heart. Um, I I want to like uh, w- whenever like the uh, applause started, Robin would like make a point to cheer as loud as she could and encourage everyone else to do the same in doing so. Basically, just like try to keep the energy as high as it can be in celebration of that performance. Um, and then probably I want to I do want to talk to the halfling, but. Um, I don't know if anyone would follow me to that, but once we have our drinks, I want to take mine over to that halfling with the mushroom going on. Uh, the, the gnome or the halfling? Oh, well, they were a gnome. They were a gnome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was there was someone who had, the one who had like the weird drink, and they were they had fungus around them, and I uh, thought it was the halfling. But let me let me pull it up. Maybe again. a gnome. So there is. Um, oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Russ. Russ. Is, I'm Russ. saying it's Russ. Okay. Yeah, there's another gnome druid in here, which is yeah. hilarious. Which is <laughs> there's a gnome druid with a uh, a leshy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with yeah. Them, right. Um, which is also on my radar, but I want to talk to this half Russ, first. Russ has a mushroom on her shoulder that is a is a uh, leshy familiar. There is also a leshy druid. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah there's well, a lot yeah. here. <laughs> I, won't, I won't. There are three leshies, and I won't go over there. But like this, this is all I want to do mm. when the performance ends, and like Moss is kind of returning to the table after flirting with Zill. Um, Remy is like, oh, like standing up on the table clapping and like kind of like had been like dancing up there and cheering and stuff and then gets back down and like it just like looks at me and is like can you believe this this is amazing it's all the time it's all the time when you travel with you know the uh you know with the uh the uh (laughs) the uh, caca you know (laughs) yeah you have to be a part of our group Mia. Mia. Uh, she she looks at you and, and and she's just like you understand that I'm a part of that group too, right? This all the time, Mia. All the time. Wait, yes. No, yes, I know, I know. But like, but it's if everyone around. It's everyone around. With, when you're with us. When you're discretion. with, you know, yeah. when you're with the capital T, the... She knows. She knows. Hold we on, don't need more she knows. We don't, the, need to, we don't need to give any more hints to people who don't know, babe. The gang of... No one needs hints for this, babe. You know? No one. And Targus walks to the table and goes, can I get your drinks? Uh, oh, I did. Um, uh, first of all, hi, Targus. Good to see you again. I did. Um, I think Ash was gonna be getting me something. I don't know what. I didn't actually give a specific. Oh. Um, and he goes, "Be right back." And then, wait, no. The- when you come back, bring me the you chocolate. See, he milk. does not stop. He turns and runs away. A chocolate beverage. Uh, I don't like the way that he said oh. Chocolate. I, I don't he, like the way he said oh. He comes back and he's got a huge mug, and he walks over and he sets it in front of uh, of um Robin and goes, "Sorry, I forgot about that." That's okay. Is this special in some way? Uh, could you tell me about this Targus before I do uh, ingest? And Targus like looks up and he's like, okay, uh, this one is a special brew that I made. It's a light. Uh, I think I had lemon in it. Uh, and then there was some plants that I picked uh, and that I brewed oh, with it. Gave it. I love plants. Yes. There are no zombie parts in this. <laughs> that's that's good. Do you? I'm not interested in these, but do you offer ones that do? Do you want some? I really don't. I really, really don't. Okay, I, no. I don't think any of us do. We don't offer any of those. Okay. Good to see you, Targus. Um, good. Good to see you. 
That's that's really good though, Robin. That had that had they you you know you never know when you have some zombies in your drink and it's like true. especially nice. with how many there are around. It's nice that this bar has has this fine uh, this establishment where they have service where they tell you they let you know there are no zombie parts. I appreciate that. Can I also get the chocolate beverage with no zombie parts, please? And. Um, uh, uh, and then uh, Scott orders uh, Moss a drink, uh, and he asks for water himself. Um, and Mia asks for uh, some ale. Scott, uh, please get a little wild tonight with me. You know, <laughs> partake in a chocolate beverage. <laughs> a chocolate beverage. He, he goes, uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, a little bit of dairy might not do me well, especially if uh, if Moss continues <laughs> to be as excited as she is. Hey, coming! Hey! Wait, including hey, Krug. How does that uh, <laughs> sub feel? I don't know why Sakura. Okay, I'll, I will gift another one. That's okay. Cool. okay Look, now you've got. You can now use our emotes in there. All right, Krug. <laughs> Woo! Uh, cool. Scott, the chocolate beverage does not have to be dairy. There are plenty of non-dairy chocolate beverages. Is there dairy in chocolate? No, not inherently. Oh, you know what? I'm no, <laughs> no, no. Oh no, 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 not if you not if you use the straight cacao. Yeah, cacao. That seems. Uh, and he looks at Targus, and he's like, "Do you have anything that's non-dairy that has cacao in it?" And he goes, "Business drinks, ten four. Uh, and he just walks away. <laughs> the um, business drink that is not alcoholic, right? Targus, okay. Targus gone. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure before before anyone drinks it. Yeah, um, you can all um, you can take the first sips. Must be magnificent. That was yeah, magnificent. <laughs> Why, thank you, Remy. And uh, Moss actually like half hugs Robin on her way back to the table. I oh. saw you cheering me on the most of all. I appreciate oh. you. Uh, you know, just just letting my heart out. That's that's what you got to do. And then uh, Moss like saunters over and just drops down into Scott's lap unceremoniously <laughs> and uh, like puts her arm around his neck and immediately says, Scott, that bard was trying to sleep with me. Is, isn't that just kind of like your existence though? Like, well, yes. I mean, it's to be expected. I just, you know, thought that I should tell you. Oh, oh, is, oh, 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 I'm so upset. Uh, look, look, when I started dating you, I, I kind of assumed that everyone around you wants you, ex- except for you, Remy. <laughs> oh, yeah, not me. But you'd be you would be surprised, uh, like the, the people that have wanted Moss on our trip. I mean, right. I there mean, was this one person uh, who was like, well. Remy, I mean, yes, everyone at the at the ball we went to was quite interested in me. Everyone, well, everyone and everything, e- e- am I yes, right? Everything, everything. yes, everything was very interested in me as well. What did you get me to drink, Scott? Uh, Targus is getting you a drink. He's on his way. He said something about business drinks. I'm not 100% sure what that is, but we'll find out when it gets here. Oh, and Robin, you're you're eyeing that person over there. At the I just, bar? they just look really cool, and I, I, I mean, they've got. Do you see the little friend? You got a little friend on their shoulder. You know what? I remember. I I introduced myself to them at the beginning. I think their name is Ras. Let's go. Ras. 
You, you think you said them with your ass? Don't trust me. I won't. <laughs> I won't, babe. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> I'll come with you, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's walk on each other's shoulders. Yeah, I think I think you all and and Robin like makes direct eye contact with Moss. I think you all have a lot of catching up to do and things to talk about here. So we're gonna go make some new friends, but we'll be back after you've had a chance to discuss things. Things that are attracted to Moss. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, the two of you uh, uh, scanter off, and you walk scanter. over. It's a good word. It's, a, it, yeah. it's like it's, a, it's like scamper with a canter. It's a little faster. Yeah, yeah. A scanter with a can- scamper with a canter. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you move over, and you see this person who has got like moss growing all over her. Me? Uh, no, no. <laughs> and she has a little tiny uh, mushroom on her shoulder who has a uh, um, a thimble in, in its hands. And it's like holding it up in its mouth and it's like drinking. Um, and uh, uh, she, her hair is like all kind of like she's got plants growing from it. And you can see a single like stripe of, of, of black in mm. it. Like oh, the only piece of hair that looks clean and it's like black. Uh, and uh, she looks at you and goes, oh, hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Uh, so, so sorry. Um, my name, my name is Robin. This is my uh, partner, fiance, uh, Remy. Um, we, I just, I, I, um, I couldn't help but notice, um, one, you, you look very um, cool, for, for lack of a better word, but you've got a, a little friend on your shoulder. I was wondering if we could, um, I don't know, uh, meet, make make friends. I, um, I'm i like looking. Robin is like, basically, she she, she wants to talk to the, uh, the Leshy, um, but she is like making eye contact with Russ as much as she can. But it's clear that she is like trying to communicate with the Leshy as much as possible. She she reaches out and she goes, my name's Russ. And she like reaches out to shake your hand. And as as she does that, uh, the little mushroom literally starts running down her arm to oh. the hand. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's like reaching out with this little mushroom on her hand. Um, yeah, Robin like reaches her hand out with a finger forward, um, less to shake hands and more to potentially invite the the uh, leshy over onto Robin's hand. I don't know if it's going to the leshy. The leshy uh, like takes the rest of its drink and finishes it off, and then sets the thimble on Russ's hand, and then grabs your finger <laughs> with both of its hands, and then shakes your your hand, oh. and it goes. Um, do you speak Sylvan? I don't think I, I do. do. <laughs> that was the last language I took. That might be one of my, because I did pick a lot of languages at the start. <laughs> I do. I do. It's I literally, that was uh, the last time I got to pick a language. Yes. I, I peak. Yeah. Yeah. I speak Sylvan. So you hear, you hear this little mushroom in Sylvan say, how the fuck are you? <laughs> we, can both, um, we can both hear this. Um, it's for, I'm so glad I came along. Um, I, I responded to oh, not language, you know, but I'm really, really fucking good. Actually, it's nice to meet you. You're, you're, I can hear this mushroom talk. We know this. <laughs> Look I, at this. How, um, do you have a name? Uh, and, and it's like, the name's fucking Nita. <laughs> Nita? Nita? It's uh, N-E-E-T-A. Now, Nita, we are... <laughs> Nisa, it's nice to meet her. N- Nita. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm flustered. I get flustered with Literally, you can, you can, like, every time Nita talks to you, it's mm-hmm. literally, like, just expletives mixed in. Like, Nita is the... the best, like, a punctuation in her speech. Nita's a little, like, uh, the little video game character from the movie Her, yeah. if you remember. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah. 
um yeah so nita mm-hmm. is literally just like expletive like yeah just like like in between every single speech and then like after after shaking your hand uh it uh picks up the thimble and like mm-hmm. shakes it towards uh russ and russ just kind of looks a little annoyed uh and uh russ like looks at like you've been drinking enough and, and she's just like she's like ah fuck you i can drink what i want <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh and like so yeah that's what's going on with the, the four of you yeah and i did i want to say i am sorry when i introduced myself to the rest of the people in the bar nita i i did not know that i would be able to talk to you so i did not introduce myself but hello my name is remy ashwillo sometimes detective ashwillo uh sometimes count detective ashwillo true and Um, and i I think we should i think it's right that we disclose that we are damn peers i feel weird uh engaging with people and and not letting you know we're we're good we're fine we're not like no no hunger no thirst okay hold on when when we were when we were at the mansion with the other monsters, you told me that I shouldn't go around telling people I am a vampire. Did I? Yeah. What has changed? Well, well, friends are different, right? And we're friends, right? It's just, you shouldn't just tell everybody. But you know, I mean, if we're going to be friends with these people and we're friends, then friends should know. Um, just because otherwise, I feel like we're hiding. Okay. Well, it is nice to meet you. You look very strong. And, and uh, need it like flexes. <laughs> and, and Russ, who is like awkwardly standing there like i don't want to be here anymore like <laughs> uh, uh, th- th- thanks <laughs> and like, yeah. like <laughs> turns away and walks away oh uh, uh, um okay well good she stops you. oh did did you want something N- not in particular i just i just uh you know i'm i'm a bit of a druid myself and i thought maybe we'd have things to talk about I, Ooh, i'm not like mushrooms I do, I do. I'm I'm less versed, honestly, than most of the other herbs, but I I, I, I like I like mushrooms. I do. Well, what about fungus? Fungus is nice. I'm a, I'm a fungus fan, right? Right, babe. I've always said I love fungus. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife here loves loves fun- fungus. Yeah. Um, do you, did we have uh, we had the we had some mushrooms before, didn't we? Um, I mean, we we've 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 eaten and consumed plenty of uh, mushrooms in our life um currently i mean, i've probably got something on the caravan oh yeah, yeah if you want to see my collection um maybe not right now but later i've i've got all sorts of plants um some of them are probably fungal uh and she's like she's like she's like oh uh you should ha- come over to the boom shack later that's where that's where targus and i uh uh experiment for science Oh, you and Targus have. Uh, do, oh, that's that's cool. I I, I like Targus a lot. Targus seems, seems very nice. I um, you know, maybe a little a little scattered, but uh, I, you know, I, I like him. And, and she kind of looks a little suspicious at you, and she's like, "He's my good friend." Y- yes, I am glad. Okay, and she turns right. <laughs> right. Um. Maybe you're right about the damper thing, babe. I just, I, I was, I'm kind, I was, I haven't, honestly, is, is meeting Netta, I have not been that in awe of, 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 of an individual since we met Monster Magnificent, if I'm being perfectly honest. And, and that includes the big cat dude. That includes the big cat dude. Maybe I'm right about the the, the dampier thing. Because you're, you're, you're the one who said it. Well, <laughs> we, yeah, maybe I don't know. Or maybe I was right there. I just I just I, I, I was the know. one going around introducing myself as Count, and then you were like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that or something. Well, whatever. Also, I'm pretty sure the mushroom's name is Nita. Nita, yeah. 
Oh, I thought you said Nether. I might have. I'm very flustered. I'm very shaken right now. Well, tonight is the night for us. Let us go back to the table and have a good time. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, I'm going yeah. to give. Like, uh, I'm going to step outside though and give Kruge a call. So. Oh sh- yeah, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I haven't seen him. He's supposed to be here. Whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do that. Also, if Herring doesn't come back from the bathroom, someone should probably check on him. He might have been like attacked by someone. Okay. Yeah, when you turn back and ha- Herring's back at the table. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm going outside. I'll be right back. Uh, so uh, Remy walks outside. Let's let's go back uh, to Krug, who is standing there with uh, Ella and Jan. Uh, and Jan is going through his books, and he pulls a book out, uh, and he sets it down, and he goes, "Oh, you can you can have your arm back." You, oh, you thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he opens up the book, and he starts moving through. Uh, and he's going to make a check. Let's see how well he rolls. Uh, Krug's going to probably like kind of stand there awkwardly and then kind of like crane over his shoulder to try to see what the book says. Oh, he he's put the book out in front of you where your arm. Oh. Was. He has opened it up and has set it in front of you. He's not hiding it. What's oh, okay. Yeah. He's going to walk around behind him so that you can see the letters right side up and start trying to read it. Roll, roll me, roll me a um, perception check. Also, he just nat 20 his, his, yeah. Uh, uh, I got a 20, a natural 20, but a 20. Uh, you can tell that this, he is excited to have someone that like he has yet to uh, go above his single monotone voice, but you can tell by how how open he is with everything that he is very much like excited that there's someone else who's interested in learning about something like this like you get a feeling that like even though ella is there like she doesn't really care like she's got other things that she'd rather be doing but like it's what Jan does and that's fine. You know, like that's kind of like the, uh, like the feeling that you get from this and he's going through it. Um, the book itself uh, seems to be a book of, of like, it's an older book. It's not like super, super rare. It doesn't look like, but some of the, you can notice with your, your, what you rolled, you can notice that some of the pages are in fact written in blood. Um, and he just kind of like, skips over those (laughs) you'll get he'll he'll be like he'll be like going through and like looking and then he'll open up and it'll be like a mural that will be uh in in like red ink and he'll just be like that's like when you're showing someone a photo on your phone and you accidentally scroll by one of your nudes am i right everyone I have to show you this picture of my cute dog. <laughs> Did you say dog? Yeah, have you ever been showing like, a nude and you accidentally showed him a picture of your dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would, that's, a, that's a positive increase, right? A positive increase. Oh, go to time out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hold on, hold on. We're not going to get past that page of blood thing without me getting to react to yeah yeah no i i was just uh, going back to that that situation as he kind of like opens up pages like, and we keep going and going but you can you can act, uh, act on it but i mean hold on what was that though you can't expect me not to ask you what that was 
he he looks at you and in all sincerity he goes i didn't write the book all right listen if the cost of of me understanding this is other people had to die to get me the information it's not worth it oh are you you don't know how humans or how blood works you you know that you don't have to die <laughs> oh my god aaron scott games thank you what is going on today also holy crap wow thank all of you thank I, you i i love y'all so much that it like makes me uh, emotional also linus yeah calling calling came calling in and said in. and said decided to check it out because of the bng stream last hey, night hey, welcome oh. glad to have you here this is uh we're, we're in like a, a, a season finale basically right oh, now. More. are you kidding me <laughs> you well, are, are amazing i love all of you wow um yeah, so he, he looks at you and he, he's like, you understand that, that you don't have to die to write in blood, right? Look, I'm not an idiot, but I'm not naive either. You understand that some rituals do, in fact, have a cost of, of blood, yes? Not no. necessarily blood as in the death or sacrifice of someone, but of your life essence. That's all I needed to know. And he... As long as it was given willingly, that's all I care about. He looks at you and goes, again. You didn't write the book. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) It could be dead. I really don't know. I I understand. I understand. As long as it's not. I I like to think that they're still alive or that they were the writers themselves. And and that blood just kind of called to them. You should stop thinking that and just accept the fact that they anyways. (laughs) What's on Listen, I was writing the book and my blood spilled on the page. It just looked like this. It was and cool. So I to draw with it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he, so he continues to go through the book and he, he goes, now, do you see these symbols? And he kind of goes across the top of, of this page and he goes, he goes, now, I don't think they're an exact replica of the symbols on your arms, but they look like a combination of them stacked on top of each other. Uh, and he, and he kind of like, he goes, now look at the first symbol. It clearly, you can see this shape and he points to this and he points like holding it up uh, over the book. Yeah. And he goes, you can see that this shape and this shape are very similar, but there's a line through it, which could be that shape on top of that shape. And then shows you another one. And he kind of goes, he goes, these are, <sighs> These individual things are called memory symbols. These are supposed to be moments of someone's life that has some sort of great importance or has some sort of uh, heavy weight on them. It's, it's, it's a anchor point in their life. And these look like multiple anchor points on top of each other. Now, I can't tell if this is, I mean, he looks at you and goes, I know that it's magic. But what I mean is, I, me looking at it for about two minutes doesn't give me the opportunity to see what kind of power it actually has. But it does look like these are anchor points of someone's life, if it is, in fact, what you say it is. That's very interesting, and I'm glad to know it. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh... How does that help me? How does that help me help these souls complete their journey? That's I don't I don't 
I'm not looking for the power of these things. I, I don't want to use this tool to its full extent unless it can be, you know, used to help people. That would be great. But what I have right now is a, a half finished promise. Look, it's going to take me some time. Are you going to be here in time or in, in town for a while? Or are you just passing through? I mean, if you can guarantee me progress eventually, I'll stay as long as you need me to stay. I can't guarantee you anything. I can guarantee all. The only guarantee thing- was a strong word. I'm, I'm not, I don't usually speak in absolutes like that. I'm sorry. You is that I will continue to look into it. That being said, you can't know what the end goal is unless you know how something works. Absolutely. You don't know if this is just a soul capturing and devouring device, or if this is an actual device that can be released. Unless you have information that tells me differently, I have to assume only off of information that I know, which is these look like memory anchor points of people's lives. If in fact you got these by touching a soul, all I know is that you now have imprints of someone's memories. We don't have proof that it is their souls unless you can tell me more information. We don't have proof that they can leave. Uh, Can I roll a sense motive to see if the reason that I'm being asked this question is genuinely for the good of figuring out more about this or if there's selfish intent behind wanting to know more? Sure. Does that make sense? Okay. Ooh. 30. Um, you, with, with a 30, you absolutely know that uh, the amount of time in which he has looked at this, you're lucky that you've he's been able to gain the amount of information that he's able to gain. Like a deific, a deific iconic legendary item that you hold, that you know you possess. You know that this is a, an item that a god has given you right um it's going to take a lot more than two minutes looking at it under a candlelight and a magnifying glass for him to be able to determine anything so there are like you what he is asking is a realistic ask hey i would like to do more research on this to get more information to be able to tell you whatever he does like he definitely is interested in the fact that it deals with souls like he gets excited the by you having an item that does that um, you also can tell that he is excited that it, you know, it is a necromancy specific thing, right? Okay. He is a divine caster, as he has told you, that works in a morgue. That sounds pretty up his alley. <laughs> right. But selfish, I mean, like, uh, oh, if he's, if, if Krug says that it does this and this and this, then I can use it for X, Y, Z. Like, that's, that's the intention I'm trying to, to um, find. I would say that he's not keeping you here longer than you need to. Okay. Like if you decided I'm not interested in like leaving, he wouldn't like grab a hacksaw. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he, he's not interested in stealing it from you, but he is definitely interested in learning about it. So it's like, yes, there is selfish reasons behind it. He wants to know more. And That's as fine. You tell by the stacks and stacks of books, sure. He's opening up dead bodies. Like you don't know why, but like with a 30, I'll give it to you. Uh he's opening up dead bodies to understand why people died. You okay. know, like that's very much a thing that he does. 
so you can tell he is all about gaining more knowledge. Listen, I don't know you very well, and I normally am a lot more careful than this, but in the interest of in the interest of me figuring out how to help these souls, people, people, I'm going to say people, in the interest of me learning how to help these people as quickly as possible, and in the interest of your own academic pursuits, I'm going to trust you with a lot of information that might put you in danger more than it puts me in danger to be genuine. Are you okay with that? You must understand what I do here puts me in danger. I mean, this is a lot of danger. I, I, I understand that I'm not the only, I'm not the only one who exposes their life to danger like that. And I'm definitely not the strongest person in the world. And you might be able to beat me up with your eyes closed and your hands tied behind your back. But I mean, it. Uh, these things, these things, you know, stack on top of one another. I don't want to give you more than you can handle. How about this? We have an ongoing agreement at any time during this process. You want to leave and stop. You can stop. Anytime I feel like I've gotten in over my head and I need to leave, I will tell you. It is not something that I feel that we can or should make a promise 100% of the way right now if neither of us have all of the information. Does that make sense? I hold out my hand for a handshake. He reaches in, and as you touch his hand, you can feel he's cold. (laughs) Uh, And uh, 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 Ella reaches in and puts her hand on top of all your... Mm -hmm. Uh, You feel your back pocket vibrating. Mm -hmm. Oh, what an what an incredibly dramatic moment for me to be receiving a message. Excuse me for one minute, and I, I reach it down to my pocket and I pull out the box. Uh, yeah. Hey, Krug. Hey, there you can hear the bustling of like the bar bo- right mm-hmm. right behind Remy. Krug, Krug. Hey, hey. Uh, this is it is past the time for you to have been here. So quit your lollygagging and and come over here. To the tipsy crow, come on! I will definitely be there, Remy. Uh, you just gotta give me a little bit of time. Also, uh, great timing on this call. I'm uh, I'm gonna use my one. You're gonna oh, oh, you're gonna do it without me being there to see. I'm very sorry, um, but Krog, this is uh, this is substantial. This has not happened in forty episodes. I don't know. <laughs> 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 this is the, the I've never. Oh, I can't. But can you keep me on the call? Do you really want to be on the call while I literally? Krug, you're doing your one, and like Remy's dabbing. Krug, come on, you're using the one right. Now. I don't. I, I don't remember. Is it possible for other people to hear what's going on through the box? Literally, a little speaker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. No, Remy, I cannot. You, we can't have this conversation with the box open. No, that's ridiculous. No, I you think you can. <laughs> literally, see Jan and uh, Ella just kind of look at each other really awkwardly and like look back at you like are you in the room with the people right now crook no i'm sorry uh the the magic must be failing it's uh i'm having a very difficult time hearing you remy uh, it looks like we're not gonna i'm not gonna be able to uh di- divulge no, all crook. of our secrets over this call uh, oh no well where are you i'll i'll come <laughs> and see you in person <laughs> what's the name of this place again the bone, bone voyage <laughs> bone voyage 
I'm at that uh, the the Pony Moore Bon Voyage. The Bon Voyage. Right. Wow, this is interesting, Krug, that you have kept me on the call and the magic has not failed. Oh, la, 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 la. hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sprint to the Bon Voyage. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the two tieflings and say, "Look, you'll understand the one as I tell you the story." And I I'm gonna tell them a hundred percent of everything. Okay, wait. I want to roll to get and there before you you do that. <laughs> <laughs> what is a hundred percent? Like, are you going to tell? Them- That's again forty eight episodes of content. Are you? So. Are, no, 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 no. I just I, I, I you're specifically talking about Court of Corvids, right? Like, you want to tell them specifically about Court of Corvids? Uh, I need no, to no, know. No. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm. I want to tell them from the beginning of um, the Court of Corvid series of events, right? Like when uh, when we went into the forest uh-huh. till now, everything that has happened. Okay. Are you even going to tell them that uh, Arturo has a secret base inside of anything that I've been explicitly told not to tell other people? I will not which tell is, them. Which is that Court of Corvids exists. No, no, we've been told that we can say that we're a part of the Court of Corvids. We, I absolutely. I feel like with discretion, which I think you're using here, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it hasn't, it, it hasn't been like never ever tell a soul. It's just been more of like, hey, maybe you shouldn't tell in everyone, you know, like. Yeah. This, okay. This also, is, do you leave out the monkey's paw? Because okay, okay, okay. Let me let me be a little bit more reasonable then. Uh, everything starting from uh, leaving out Court of Corvids, the the organization, uh, and including everything that has happened since the ritual with uh, the deities and um, it, it that includes everyone else's deity, right? That, mm-hmm. that I know about and uh, everything like all of the, the, the combat encounters, all of the like uh, opponents that we've faced and how we've dealt with them. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the monkey. Right now. Oh uh, no, I don't tell anyone cool. about the, that ever. <laughs> This is making me really love the idea of us doing like a recap episode that doesn't mention the Court of Corvids, but talks around it all the time. Like a recap <laughs> as you would tell a stranger. I love, I love the difference between you, you saying you're going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to tell them everything and me saying I'm going to tell them everything because when Remy does it, like literally I'm just like, yeah, just everything, just the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so I do grab Dagorno and I'm on Dagorno's back and I'm going. I'm going to the Bone Voyage. Uh, and you're, are you going to try to get there as fast as possible? As fast as we as can. As fast as you can? As fast as we can. As fast as you can. Pull, pull me a nature because that's what you need to uh, ride. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um, I also love this because technically Krug didn't use his one, but Remy's going to come in thinking that he did. Oh, I'm going to blurt all the secrets you didn't tell. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I do have a thing. I do have a thing. Hold on. As fast as you can. As fast as I can. As fast as you can. Um, um, so I get a plus one circumstance bonus to nature checks to use command an animal um, because I have the rough rider feet, mm-hmm. which I've never used. <laughs> rough yeah, that's exactly what I mean. The the one would be Court of Corvid, which is like one of the one thing he explicitly didn't. Say. I feel I feel like it, I feel like that's what it used to be, but now it's just sort of been like, oh, you're telling a sensitive piece of information. You know? <laughs> when it started, it was definitely 
you're talking about the corticorbids. Yeah. All That's right, why I thought it was less roll. less of a problem because we we always yeah. do it anyway. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use a hero point. Oh no. <laughs> we did get uh, oh the bards got extras earlier. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my nature check for my command in animal is going to be fourteen uh, in total. Okay, yeah, uh, totals. So Krug, I would say that you get up to the point of talking about um, uh, uh, the cat bone oracle when Remy literally busts through the door and Jan and uh, Ella stop and like. I stand up getting ready to fight again until I realize that it's Remy and I'm like, sorry, this is one of my, one of my, I am so companions. proud of you for using your one. How far uh, did we get? <laughs> uh, we're already done, Remy. We, we've already talked about everything. Sorry. I didn't okay. realize you were coming or else I would have talked much slower. I said that that was coming. I mean, being the Dagorno here. Yeah, but the connection was so bad. Remember? Remember when I told you that the connection was bad and you believed Oh, yeah, me? the magical connection. I'll tell Arturo to, like, take a look at that or something. Yeah, he should fix it or something. Well, oh, hold on. Uh, I, I have I've a question. Up. No, hold on. Hold on. I, Just okay. real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. Just hold on. I'm sorry. I, I normally don't interrupt other yeah, people. Yeah, that was very rude, Craig, of you to interrupt right there. No, I get that. I get that. But, but uh, so, yeah, the, it's all over, and, and there's no reason to ever talk about any other specific part of the uh, – harrowing journeys that we've been on in this particular room and so i think maybe maybe you should just go back to the bar remy you know you know just well i'm not going back without you so i mean you know you you can wrap up here and like remy just stands still yeah i just have a couple uh uh, uh questions that i need about to ask you're going to ask some questions and i'm gonna just like kind of give up internally <laughs> i'm gonna turn to uh to the tieflings and I'm going to just keep going from where I was. <laughs> and, and, and as you continue, go, he goes, I'm confused of what sent you on the point of getting these skull pieces. Uh, I'm not telling you everything because some of it will put not only me in danger and you in danger, but others in danger. You're not even using it. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, <laughs> look, that's, look, look, that's fine. We all have secrets. We all must keep our secrets. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> uh, but I, I give Remy. I'm gonna, can I roll intimidation against Remy? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, if you need to get me out of the room. <laughs> no, 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 I don't need to get you out of the room. I just want to make sure you, that you understand that there are there will be Krug related consequences to discussing <laughs> things that you should not discuss. <laughs> that having been said, uh, I'm not good at this. Uh, not good at this. Krug sequences. Krug sequences. <laughs> what about a 16, Remy? What would that, that be? Against Will DC? Yeah, is that, what is that? Yeah, yeah Will yeah, Will DC. I don't think that that's going to do no, it. Ten, no, 10 plus 9, so 19. So I'm well, fine. That's actually very close. Hero it point. was really close. Hero yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, hero point. Hero <laughs> point. <Let's go. laughs> also, also, I would like to point out that uh, Remy has an ad, like an advantage when it comes to fear effects. So. Oh, that's true. Oh. If it's a, <laughs> no matter, yeah. There's no way I'm going to win. 
I got a 10 total. So there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You critically succeed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can tell that, that Krug is trying to intimidate you, but it's like, he's just like, He's too cold to really pull it off. <laughs> He's like, stop. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, look, it's not... Again, I don't want you to think that I don't trust you or that... And, and I do understand that whatever it is that I'm keeping from you may or may not be pertinent and there's not really a way for me to know that that's why I'm talking to you, but I can't, I can't, I can't sacrifice one of those things to help this thing that it's too big of a risk. The consequences, I, I don't understand them well enough to, to be able to even make that value judgment. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, it's just, I don't feel comfortable doing it yet. Um, so they have to stay secret for now. Again, I'm not a. I, you're great. I, I I think that you're. I trust you as much as I can trust anybody that I just met. I'm going to be completely honest. This is very awkward. Um, let's just leave it at this. We're going to have plenty of time to continue to work with each other and figure out this. But um, yes, there's a lot to take in of just what you've said thus far. So I can't imagine you telling me anymore and it not being maybe too much. Yeah. Reasonable. Okay. Uh, and uh, Ella like, like looks at the two of you and goes, um, why don't we all head over back to the tipsy crow and have a drink? Yeah. And she kind of like leans like up against you, Krug and like puts her shoulder into your shoulder uh, yeah, I haven't had a drink in a very long time, and I feel like I could use a couple. Yeah, you and know, Re- especially if we're all going to be working together or something. And Remy, you remember that there is a nice frothy glass of chocolate milk waiting for you on the table. Oh, the, yes, I've got the chocolate beverage. It's par- apparently a business drink. I don't know, but uh, yeah, next one's Yon. on me. Jan and Ella literally go, ooh, business drinks? And we cut back to the bar. <laughs> As Targus walks over with a large plate on top of his head and his hands on each side, he pushes the plate onto the edge of the table and he climbs up on one of the chairs and he sets a drink in front of each of you and then immediately walks back in that same circle, putting a small, what seems to be glass about maybe couple inches tall with some sort of clear liquid inside of it in front of each person uh, and goes, and he goes, okay, we do business drinks. And he takes two and he <laughs> shoots one and just downs the beer. Uh, it goes, um, come on. I, I'm, I'm about ready to enthusiastically chug with, with your targets, but I just wanted to make sure, are these also zombie free beverages? And he looks around <laughs> <laughs> I got a real perception, but whatever he says. Okay, yeah, I, I'm, that's twenty-two. Uh, yeah, so he he just kind of looks around and he goes, "Do you want them to have zombie parts in them?" I really don't. I really, really don't. I, I would. Okay. Well, it, no zombie part drinks here. 
in in, in that case, um, to, hold on now. Okay, but these ones really don't. No, 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 no. You, no, winked. These, you winked, Targus, and no, that no, typically means if you don't serve those. But okay, but no wink. Have, these don't. Okay, all right. Well, no, you know what? Any, but if you wanted to, we still don't serve those. Really don't. We really don't. So it's okay. Um, listen, uh, to Moss, and, and if I may, to, to Moss and Scott's bright, uh, um, warm, long future, um, together uh, as lovers uh and then she just like takes a <laughs> shot and downs the beer and stares off into space okay so you're gonna make two fortitude saves uh, oh no <laughs> those uh, uh, um these have liquor in and targus goes yes except for that one that one is just cacao and like water i, I just mixed them together i didn't know what it tastes like uh and he goes i can't i'm actually not drinking and he goes oh Gotcha. And he takes Scott's drink and goes, two for me. And then he <laughs> takes it. <laughs> oh, yes, but that one, does. that one you're good on. That one you're good. I respect someone that doesn't want to drink. That's their thing. Like, if they don't want to drink in the sense that I don't drink alcohol. Not like, oh, not tonight. Because if it is tonight, it is tonight. You know what I mean? It's not tonight. It's not ever. No, no. For him. For him. For him. For you. you no, I, I, I know. I know. And I, I'm, I'm saying for him, it's, 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 it's not just a tonight thing. I, mean, you, you, I think your dogs are fighting. Yeah, they are. I can't make them stop. <laughs> you hear a small dog gnawing at a bone. Uh. <laughs> they're, they're not fighting. They're play fighting. Yeah, but yeah, no, no. It's they're not going to stop until they get over it. <laughs> no, no, it's it's actually kind of cute because it's it is cute, baby. yeah. Anyways, um, uh, so yeah, anyone that drinks both drinks take uh, two fortitude saves. The first save is a ten. The second okay. save is a is a twelve. Okay, okay. cool. Um, okay. I'm still drained too. I'm assuming, right? Okay, I didn't get the second one. I was drained too because I stayed up uh, driving. Yeah, you are. Cool. Um, then, yeah. I Okay, so I, I used the hero point on my second roll, but now that you've told us the DCs, I wouldn't have had to. Yes, um, don't worry. So, okay, cool. Then, yeah, that was a 17 and a 26. Yeah. I didn't oh, get the second one. You didn't get the second one? No, I, I rolled an 11. Uh, okay so uh you're going to uh take a single point to your charisma and take a single intelligence point away it's just temporary just temporary you're becoming more charismatic but you are not thinking straight so uh i remember this happening to robin oh no no it was the um it was the potion from our first alchemist friend um oh no oh no uh does anyone remember her name? Um, Are we talking about the one that Michelle played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Knack. Knack, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I, it was the Nick Knack potion that made me all charismatic. Uh, uh, Scott Scott uh, takes a drink of his cacao and he's just like, <laughs> oh, a bit bitter, a bit bitter. Um, You'll get used to it, Scott. Cacao is, it is of the earth and it just takes some, uh, your, your stomach will adjust. Every time y'all are saying cacao, I'm thinking about that Portlandia sketch. <laughs> cacao. Cacao is the safe word. <laughs> Scott looks over and is looking around the room and sees, sees the fortune teller in the corner. And goes, 
Would any of you be interested in doing that? That kind of seems fun. Honestly, Scott, I was waiting for someone to ask because I I, I don't like to insert myself into situations, but yes, I, I would. I would very much like that, yes. I would absolutely love to. As you know, I used to do some fortune telling of my own. And I'm sh- I'm certain that she's not nearly as talented as I am, but I'm not going to judge the competition. <laughs> you, you, you actually see Rowan uh, with, a, with a small puppy and <laughs> as, as Ash is going... Is like looking over and goes, I swear to God, my boots are messed up. Um, <laughs> I'm trying really hard to get them to be quiet. <laughs> no, <laughs> fine. No, no, no. You're super fine. I, I'm making it a part of the story. It's ambiance, all right? Okay. It's ambiance. <laughs> uh, and Scott goes, all right, well, then let's kind of... Uh, go, I don't know how it works. Do we go one at a time? Do we go as a group? Like, how does that work? We go as a group, and Robin goes over herself, even if no one's immediately following. Uh, um, Robin, no- <laughs> Robin, I want you to go first, but really fast before you yeah. go. Um, I want to, like, I'll stand up, and I'll, like, be kind of, like, tip- tipsing around a little bit, but as we're kind of meandering over there, I want to check in on Cloaky because I haven't mm. really talked to him all night. So I, I've been keeping it in the back of my mind that he was staying quiet while I was performing. So I want to like think at him like, mm-hmm. Hey, are you, are you all right? You hear, you, you finally hear the first uh, words coming out of his mouth and it, they're in abyssal. They're not in common. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he's just, I'm fine. Uh, I'm sensing some rather strange energy from you tonight. Is there something I should know? Nope. We're fine. Mm. Well, I liked the little trick you did during our performance. Yeah, that's... uh, um, Yeah. That was... That was by control. Oh. So you couldn't replicate it again in the future for, like, another wonderful little ditty we did together? I, <laughs> Girls. Uh, I might. I don't know. It it only really happens when I'm angry. Oh, why, why are you angry, Cloaky? I think I think that is a conversation that you need to have with yourself and not with me. And uh, he 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 kind of goes silent. You know I love you, darling. And Moss kind of like snuggles Cloaky up to her side. She knows exactly why he's mad. She's just trying to make him say it. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not going to. He's not going to. And you get you get that feeling like you want it, but he's he's not there yet. He's not. He 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 definitely is a bottler. He bottles his anger inside. You know? um, Moss also wants to think at him. You know why I was doing that. You know it has nothing to do with you. She knows she's not going to get a response, but she just wants to put it out there. Sure. Uh, and Robin, your your feet pitter-patter over to uh, Zari as she looks up at you and goes, Would you like a reading? Your name is Zari. Yes. I read minds too a little bit. I don't read minds. I'm sorry I lied. I hate lying. My, my, my partner told me they, they, they introduced themselves to everybody. The, the goblin earlier, very eager and strong looking. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But Zari, you seem very nice and cool, and I'd love to know your story. And I guess my story as well? Would you like your fortune read? Yes, I would. Yes. Do you have a question you would like to ask? Maybe. Oh, God. Um, 
about your future or maybe a relationship or what you should do about something? do I get one? I get one question. Yeah. At least for, for, for now. Oh God. Um, uh, well, okay. What's well, you should know about me. I don't do good with decisions. I, I like when it's like feels high stakes. Um, oh, it does. Mm, uh, does Causeway, is Causeway proud of me? Okay. Your relationship. That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. She, takes the cards and she shuffles them and she hands them over to you for you to uh to for you to split them and cut the deck um i imagine you do so i do she then takes out and she flips three cards one at a time the first uh, card is the page of cups but it's reversed the second card is the high priestess reversed and the last one is the Knight of Swords, also reversed. And she says, the Knight of Cups reversed. You are not always one who walks through the world truthful. Hold on, hold on. I got to expand this little window. I can't read all of it. <laughs> oh, it's okay. No, take, take, take your time. You are not always one who walks through the world truthfully. Others may trust you, but you may use that trust to suit your own ends. The high priestess reversed is this signifies one who may be stagnating or blocking from growing as they should. It is a card of infertility. Oh. And the, the twain, the knight of swords reversed upright. This card uh, reads uh, rides towards death reversed you to perhaps avoid the worst outcome, but barely. That one definitely sounds like me. Yeah. Or us really. Are these all me then? These are all. She, she, she puts her hands together and kind of looks at them. Robin mirrors it. You are, as for the, the Knight of cups, you are not always one who is, who walks through the world truthfully. It isn't necessarily about lying per se. Like it isn't like you're lying to a partner or a loved one or even Gozre, but more of that you're lying about something or hiding from something that you don't talk about, something that you keep down, something that you are, but don't want to, to tell people or don't bring it up. Yes. Yes. You're right. You're, you're right on that. And, and uh, as, as the card maybe told you, I can't divulge much more, but yes, uh, that sounds like me. Yes. And the high priestess reversed signifying one who may be stagnating or blocking from growing as they should. Yeah. That one stumbles me just cause I feel like I'm the opposite of that one. It's reversed though. No, this is what reversed means. Oh. Stagnation. Hmm. This is particularly interesting. Infertility. <clears throat> you planning on ever having children? Um, I mean, we've got the boys. And she looks over at, at Dogskate, who is playing with uh, Ash and the puppy. I, I mean, like, children born... I mean, not... 
honestly, I don't think we've really had a good chance to talk about it. There's a lot of other priorities in the way. Has something happened to you recently that's going to stop you from growing or changing or aging normally? Yes, yes. Uh, Sorry, yes, I I will tell you. Um, Yes, something has happened. And and if we become friends, as I think I'd really like to, I mean, you seem really cool. I think we get along. We have a lot in common. I I think we we could get on. um, Maybe at that point, I might be uh, compelled to tell you more morally. So what you're telling me is that all three of these cards make sense to you. They do on some level. I mean, I don't, it's not folly though. I mean, it's, it's have you ever talked to a God, Zari? Cause honestly, it's kind of not unlike this where you get information, but it almost just leads to more questions. And And she kind of like, like has this inkling. You can see that she's just like, she knows that way more than, than, than she should. Mm. Yes. Well, it's hard for, for, for people like us. I, I honestly, um, uh, maybe my next question, if I get one in the future would be, are we, are we meant for this? Cause I, I don't think that mortals, I'm not sure that we can really handle what it means to talk to gods, but I'm trying. It seems like you're doing your best to question. I don't have any cards, but I'll give you my best. This the last card, the Sword of Knights. Yeah. Riding towards death. You, yeah. you, you perhaps avoid the worst outcome, but barely. Is that somehow linked with your DT as well? Do they that one, in poor situations that might... I, I would say I put myself in hazardous situations for uh, Gors Ray. Um, I mean... Uh, my life is very hazardous. We've escaped many situations by the skin of our teeth. Uh, I, I can't... Um, it makes a lot of sense. Also, yeah, death is kind of all around us. Um, and to, on a literal sense, we ride to and from it every other week. So um, I don't know that Gosre would purposely put me in dangerous situations, but it may be necessary to take to, 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 to fulfill their will, I suppose. Well, this is what the cards read for me. I hope this has enlightened you in some way. I think so. Uh, it's a lot to ponder on, sorry, I have to be honest. But, um, you know, I, I, I suppose I, I've gleaned something, reinforced some things. It's cool that you do this. I, I um. Thank you. Do you have like a, a, a standard fee or, or, or a treat that you like that maybe I could find or prepare? I uh, she she nods and says yes. I I, I believe and and Kate Kenny, you can let me know how much it is. <laughs> I think it's like a couple silver. I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, but she'll let you know uh, and you can you can give her that. Um, cool. And she looks in, and looks over to uh, uh, Moss and says, um, "Would you like your card read as well?" Yes, of course. You see, I- I've done some fortune telling of my own, so this is more of a professional curiosity, but I'm very interested to see what you have to say to me. I have many things going on in my life right now. Scott, if you don't mind, I'd like to do this one alone. And he looks at you and he's like, sure. And he, he walks away. Uh, Dorsey's been missing you, Scott. Uh, uh, come, come say hi. 
Because Robin is also going to go over to to Dog's Gay, leave Moss alone. And Zari looks at you, and you can notice that like Zari kind of like moves like the wind. She's very light, and when she like does stuff, it's it's very like it's got a flow to it. Nothing is very hard or rigid. Everything is just kind of there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes, um, "Okay, what is your question that you have?" Oh, God, I have so many questions. Uh, mm, um, well, I mean, you're the expert. Shouldn't you just be able to like reach out there and know exactly what you need to tell me? I'm not a mind reader. I just read your cards. All right, all right. Um, question. Well, I don't know if I should ask about my torrid love affair with a demon that is trapped in a cloak, or if I should ask where my demon sister is, or the fact that I am royalty related to a god or if i'm ever going to become you know famous again in all of these lands in the way that i deserve or uh if we're going to save the world from the zombie uh outbreak apocalypse that's currently happening um you you can just choose from one of those or or maybe all of those together oh also should i become a witch or not okay um all right, that's a lot. Um, and she shuffles the cards and hands them over to you and asks you to, to cut them. Oh, here, I have a tarot deck right here. We can we can do some visual role play. <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, uh, the player Kay Cunning actually has given me photos of all of the cards, everything. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so you 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 take the deck, you 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 fold yeah. it, mm-hmm. uh, and she begins to flip the cards. Uh, the first card is for your situation that you're in. It is the knight. Wow. Um, it's the knight of coins. Uh, as she turn uh, turns it. Uh, it suits the material plane, so your situation must most uh, uh, mostly reside there. Rather than with a material or metaphysical, it is time for you to uh, it is it is a time of careful, intelligent actions. So the situation that you're in, it is it is here on this plane. It is not a mental problem. It is not a metaphysical problem. It is something that is physically here. All the right. Actions, is the nine of pestilence. The previous part stated it is time to take care of the decision. Uh, Reservations and decisions are virtues and plans uh, may take time to come uh, to fruition. So you must be patient. Yeah, P-E-N-T-A-C. Pentacles. 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 Which sounds like tentacles, but with, with, with mm-hmm. pentacles. Uh, yeah, so the first one is the Knight of Pentacles. The second one is the Nine of Pentacles. Gross. The outcome of this situation is, and she pulls the card, is the Fool. A card of new beginnings. Once plans uh, have uh, borne fruit, look for time of new beginning and learning. It is time for reinvention and discovery. Oh, well, that's all very esoteric and not really answering any of my questions, but I suppose it's just giving me, you know, some good guidance in what direction to go, as in no guidance, but thank you. 
she anyway. looks at you, she looks at you and goes i feel that your your mind is scattered and that these may not be necessarily answers or solutions or actions that you must take about a single problem that you have but they may be picked apart as you have asked multiple questions about demons and royalty and whatnot. I feel like some of this has to do with you being lost, maybe not sure. Sorry. Is it, is it sorry? Sorry. You have no idea what I'm going through. I am, I am burdened with great responsibility that, that most people should not have to go through. I, while I cannot tell you how you feel or if I match that situation, I can empathize with you. I have issues myself. And she, <laughs> a wild thought of chickens pop in her head. No, um, she, she looks at you and goes, would you like to go over this a little bit deeper? Like I did with your friend, Robin? Yes, yes, yes. Give me some more expose, please. So your situation, the Knight of Pentacles. The Pentacles is a suit of, on the material plane, so your situation must be reside here. You talk about demons. You talk about royalty. You talk about all of these things. Is there something... Is there something in this plane of existence that you are attached to? Is, is 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 there a problem that exists here and not in other places? Well, I would say the impending zombie apocalypse would be a problem I am attached to. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I mean, the, the fact that I cannot find my sister, who has the blood right to the throne, despite the fact that she's never interacted with my family but somehow just because she's a little bit older than me she gets the throne to the underworld and i don't get the throne so now i have to decide if i need to go kill her or or like befriend her or, or what what do i do there what do like how do i find my sister i would say that these problems are more metaphysical than they are here or mental <laughs> well <laughs> what <laughs> listen Moss is here at the rightful heir to the throne of the underworld and Zari's like yeah whatever <laughs> she's literally like okay maybe I shouldn't just offer readings to anyone that comes in <laughs> Genuinely, I, I made it my point as Robin to treat Zari as more of a therapist than a card reader, and I think Moss has really turned that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do I have doctor patient confidentiality? Says Moss in the middle of the bar. <laughs> this is it unleashes everything. This just stays between you and me, right? <laughs> Glasses clink over their heads. <laughs> so you feel that your main problem is sibling related. Oh, I, I should say so. I mean, she's, she's absolutely been a thorn in my side since I found out about her. Actually, have you seen her? You seem like the sort of well-traveled type. Have you seen this, like, you know, like me, but more demon-y, but like not nearly as beautiful? No. 
I'm going to say this is about when Krug and Remy walks in. Boom. And- Kicks the doors open, still riding on Dagorno. I'm like, hey, chocolate beverages on me. Wow. Uh, Robin takes another cheer. You, 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 uh, you two see that Moss is in the back corner getting her, her cards read as they continue to talk. Um, also, her body language, she's like hunched over the table, like very intensely, just like info dumping. Like, because Moss has literally talked to nobody except for Cloaky about any of this. So, this is yeah. like, let's go. You told Robin a little, but not yeah. remotely this deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She she's like she's looking at you and she's like, well, okay. if the problem that you're having is relative family related, um, the the next the nine of pentacles, as the previous card stated, it is time to take care of this uh, decision. There's something care like, okay, I I, uh, uh, (laughs) she's like looking around. Legally, no. <laughs> but not like, I, I don't know what that means. Um, but, you know, you, you have to understand that, that problems take time to solve. To so, solve. Yes. Yes. So I'm encouraging you to maybe talk with your sister, uh, discuss things, mm-hmm. and understand that things don't happen overnight. Well, you know, the main problem is where do I find her? Because she seems to not have any interest in reconnecting with me or connecting with me in general, despite the fact I just found out that she knows about me. I just found out about her. She's known about me for years. She's known that I've been walking around. Of course she could find me. I'm Master Magnificent. I'm everywhere. And she hasn't even come to say hello. And I have to find out that I have an older sister who who's a a tiefling and that I have demon blood in me too. And that I could have come out looking like her. But I didn't. I look like me, thank goodness. But I mean, who does that? Who just doesn't come and see their sister? And and and, and, and she's like hiding from 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 our great 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 grandfather because he wants to like give her special privileges when I'm the one who's been extremely loyal and like you know banishing demons and doing everything he asks of me. What's Krug and Remy doing? <laughs> I'm coming over to the back. I'm like, Moss, 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 hey, quit dogging the fortune. Get out of here. And I'm like, as soon as she gets done like saying all of that, I'm like scooting her out of the chair. I'm like, hey, hello, fortune teller. Zara, yes, we talked before. Moss, please, please, it's my turn for the fortune telling. I'm not finished, Remy. Moss, she- I think it's my turn for the fortune telling. I just, she- I, I, touches Miranda and touches Moss's hand and says, I think that maybe we should do more readings maybe later. Um, and this, and, and this is not her hitting on you. This is literally right, her well, well, like looking back and forth and leans over to Moss. Like, does everybody want to have sex with you? <laughs> does it well, well, yeah. Yes. Remy, everyone does, but I don't think that's what's happening here. I, I think, I think that, I think that, that, that you know, per- perhaps sorry, sorry. I might've been a little too hard on you. You're a very good listener. I feel like I could talk to you all day. This definitely sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> Zari looks very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, so you would like your fortune also read? Yes, lay it on me. My fortune will have changed drastically within the past week because my lifespan. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. No, but not double crossed. Wait, no, we want them double crossed. Oh. So, 
So I would like you to ask a question. Um, would you like to know about your future? Would you like to know yeah, about sure. your one? future? Okay. Yeah, let's do the future. You know, whatever. You know, here's here's a question I will ask. Can you tell me my fortune, please? Uh, and she she begins to shuffle the cards. She hands them for you to to split them. You split them, and she flips the first card and says, "This card is a representation of you." I and do she, not. Hear it. I am not on there. I don't she, see it. She flips it over. It is a card of like an old like witchy looking woman uh, with a huge scythe in her hand, and she looks like she's about to like cut down some reeds uh, while there is a crow flying above her head with a with a, a, a like a letter or something i put my uh, hand on remy's shoulder this is the <laughs> krug this is the, the yeah, krug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right okay no this is me i see it now please continue nine of wands you are one who meets uh opposition boldly success does not come without strife this is a card of ill omen Okay. Then what she, ill omen? What's okay? The next one. This card is a representation of your path, and it is it is a card of like what looks to be a small like moon child, like that is like uh, like got a moon face, but like and it's like big creepy eyes and stuff like that. But there's a bunch of like nails coming through like the walls that are stabbing through this, this, this small child, the 10 of swords reversed for now. You walk a path where you hold an advantage. This advantage is fleeting now more than uh, now more so than usual. The last card is your potential of what you could become. And she flips it over and it is a picture of what looks to be a, a huge b- a balloon, like the, the, the hot air balloons. Um, but the uh, ropes that are going from the balloon to the basket are held together with, with swords. And there's a, a small person that's sitting in the basket and the basket itself looks like a person with like a little moon face. Am I the person, the balloons, or the swords? Uh, and she just she just continues to read, the six of swords reversed. In times of transitions, it is easy to leave the business unfinished. The past does not forget you. Do not forget it. Does any of this mean anything to you? Um, okay. Well, they, none of them look like me, but I'll take your word for it that they are representations of me. I mean, like, okay, the first one, the crow over at the top of me, that makes sense, but I'm not allowed to say anything. The cards aren't supposed to look like you. It's just supposed to give us a, a representation of what they could represent. So, for example, the nine of wands, you're one who meets opposition boldly. Success does not come without strife. Okay. This is a card of ill omen. So the question is, is do you, in fact, deal with great opposition that comes across against you? I mean, I mean, yeah, I am a, I am a, I am a champion of fighters. I'm so strong, and I fight all the time. Yeah, I don't look so. Thank you, thank you. Um, but no, yeah, I'm like I fight zombos. I become Dampier. I I fight other things. But, um, but, but 
come across these with stride. Like they may be difficult, but you're able to accomplish them. Yes. Oh yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I have been. I am. Yeah. There are. There are a few things that I have not been able to handle either with my own strength or with the strength of my friends combined. Um. And then the Ten of Swords. For now, you walk a path where you hold an advantage. You know a lot more than maybe your enemy knows or the things that you're fighting against. You may be stronger than them uh, and have that. But advantage is fleeting now more than usual. So my suspicion is maybe that whatever thing that you're fighting may be gaining ground or maybe learning more or understanding you more than you understand yourself. When will I be getting nine more swords? You know, I think there's a blacksmith in town. You could buy them. So this is the, the card. Uh, I have an advantage for now, but something is gaining on me. So I need to acquire nine more swords to the take care of your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, I don't know how I'm going to carry that many swords. Uh, and, 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 and Remy, Remy, you remember that you have a ring that can pull out infinite number of, of, of daggers. <laughs> oh, no, I see. Yes. No, I can. Uh, and uh, yeah, I get it. It is my ring. The ring. Of course. Of course. The ring on my finger. It produces the blades. Hold on. So the way the, it, there is an advantage, an advantage that I have uh, in, in my hand, the ring. And in the future, uh, my opponents will also have rings. <gasps> or they will have I'm 10 fingers. fingers. <laughs> That will turn into swords. <laughs> wow. Uh, so it's up to you. Krugan says, would you like your fortune read? <laughs> please, please, yes. Of like, please make this in. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much oh, for, for letting me know. Okay. Krug, when we have hand-to-hand -hand combat in the future, I'm going to need to tape 10 knives to your fingers so that I can prepare for the future when we are fighting the 10 sword fingered demon. I will definitely let you do that and not beat you up if you try. Okay, this will be good. I can also teach Herring how to fight this thing because surely he will come into contact with it. Okay, well, thank you so much, Zari. This was amazing. Your very um, future. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and Remy like, gets up and just walks away. Zari looks to you, Krug, and says, do you have a question about your future, your relationships, or... Uh, maybe something on whether you should do something or not. We're gonna we're gonna sense motive on that whether you should do something or not. Just real quick, just, just real quick. Just wow, you do all sorts of sense motives here, but you never sense motive of the Mord people. Of the Mord, I think you did one. I did. I did. All twice. right. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, Rude? you didn't get very high. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five. Uh, it is the same question that she asked Remy, uh, and is, she, is I didn't hear it. It's the same question that she asked Moss, <laughs> which you weren't there for. But yeah, no, this seems to be Field like a team. Yeah, this is, this is a spiel. Sure, sure, sure. Why you? No, I um, man, picking the question is the hardest part, isn't it? Some say that. Some say it's finding out the the answer to that question. She's shuffling the deck as you think. I'm going to look at her and just say, uh, 
it's going to sound a little bit cheesy, but I just, I want to understand if what I'm currently doing is right or if I'm walking down the wrong path. Is that a good question? Hey, Place the deck in front of you. Cut it. Um, cut it. Boop. I, I'm reading their lips from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Krug. Oh, I wouldn't have made any of you leave, by the way. You, you can stand there or whatever. Yeah, I was already gone. I'm over with the dogs. The dog I'm, I'm, I'm around. I'm pacing. Like, I have a lot of very nervous manic energy going on right now. <laughs> that's so she takes the first card and she flips it. And it is a, it looks like a person that's in the forest with a horse. And it's very busy. Like, there's a lot of, like, trees and brushes and stuff like that. And she's, like, reaching out and she's feeding the horse. Uh, and she says, this is to represent the situation that you're in. So if you're doing the right thing or not, this is to represent the situation itself. It is the five of swords, a card of sadness and loss. It involves those assembled by woe and uh, uh, reveals, uh, sorry, reviles of fortune. It is also a card of inner strength, though can carry one through, but not without difficulty and pain. That is terrifyingly accurate. The next card is the card that represents action. She flips a card and this card is upside down. Uh, and it is, it looks like someone in a cave, like in a forest, but it's like nighttime in a forest. Like it's, it's like very dark and very um, uh, clouded. The three of swords reversed. Whatever actions taken will cause more confusion and disorder. A sub, uh, subversion of law. The right action does not always feel right at the time. The third card is your outcome. This card is, a, she flips this card and it looks like a, a woman, a giant like water elemental woman coming out of the water, holding her arms up uh, as like fire is behind her and like the water is pulling in from the ocean. She says, strength. Through loss and chaos, one can still grow and right what is wrong. It can take learning to listening to one's inner wisdom and pulling on one's inner strength to weather the storm. That card represents your outcome. How do you do that? Do what? What it, I mean, whatever you just did, is this something that, uh, are you drawing power from this deck of cards or are you, and as Krug is saying this, like a very small tears going, going down his face, is this power that comes from the cards or is this something that, that you've learned? Can you do this with just normal paper? I don't understand what, what exactly is going on. She, she takes the cards and places them back together and she folds uh, she starts shuffling them again and placing them down she goes that is a burden in which I have to hold on to myself I'm sorry I understand and I give however much money it costs um, unless it's like over 170 gold it's, and then I, I think it's one silver for a good degree <laughs> five for a bad but I believe Robin gave her a gold mm -hmm. uh, well, that, that's yeah. what I do 
Moss Moss put down like three gold because she wants to come <laughs> back later. <laughs> Thank you for your time. That was uh, surprisingly enlightening. And she nods her head. Um, and as you turn, Krug, to walk back to the table, you can see Arturo walking through the door. And he looks over directly at you and goes... I walk over to Arturo. Kind of gives you like grab everyone. Oh, I grab everyone and walk over to Arturo. Also, I grab two drinks and I chug one immediately and I um, just take the other one with me. Yeah, okay. I was going to say Moss is, has too much manic energy. So she went to the bar and is literally just drinking anything alcoholic within reach. Uh, roll me roll me two more fortitude saves. I'm going to do the same. I ordered another round of the drinks. Um, it goes... First DC is 10 for your first drink, then 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, all the way up. Okay, so I'm Fail, But natural cool. 20 is second one. Okay. Yeah, I succeeded so, on both. Moss, you're going to gain another plus one to charisma and a minus one to your intelligence. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Do you still have the ability to know languages is my question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also want y'all to know, because you kept saying that Moss is getting her one. I mean, the fact that she's a little tipsy probably contr- and her intelligence sure. probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. probably yeah. contributed to the, the ramble explosion. Uh, uh, he, yeah. He walks around and like taps at each of you to kind of like, Arturo's here. Let's uh, Arturo's wants- here and Robin turns and pulls out her shaman plays a little like intro song for him just a little like it, it's not unlike John Cena's uh, this is Arturo's theme <laughs> yeah she plays Arturo's theme <laughs> on the soundtrack version like you would you would see this this would come up as Arturo's theme I can't I can't <laughs> I was gonna do the Shire <laughs> he, he kind of looks at you and just kind of shakes his head but you do notice that a few people in the bar recognize Arturo and they kind of like, they look at him and then they lean in and start talking to themselves. Um, I mean, uh, never mind. Um, and Robin rushes over to him. <laughs> what, uh, what was that about? Yeah. So he walks outside as soon as like he turns uh-huh. around and walks out. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to grab Scott. I'm going to grab <laughs> Mia and I'm going to grab Herring and we're all going to come with too. I, after Krug taps me, I tap Scott and Mia and, and Herring, and I'm like, hey, okay, is with me. business outside with the boss. Come on. <laughs> I've, I've, I've pulled Onion out of the satchel she usually sits in, and I'm like cuddling her closely. And then I like walk out cuddling Onion. Um, you actually notice something weird in Onion's basket. Like, and you, you reach in to the basket, and you pull out something that you've never seen, ever seen. It is two chicken eggs that have fused together and not made a larger, but literally two chicken eggs. And they are like physically a part of each other. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Moss picks onion up and looks at her and is like, what did you do, you talented girl? And she just kind of looks at you and just kind of looks around. I can talk to her though, right? Yeah, you can. So I want to actually ask her what that's about. Oh, yeah, I want to actually ask, what did you do? <laughs> she, like, I, I, she's literally, uh, I, I didn't do anything. Well, d- did you lay this? Yeah, this is, it's my, I, I just, I, it's not like I did anything special. 
You weren't having like particularly magical or fertile dreams today. N- no. What would what would happen if I cracked this open? <sighs> and she's just like, she's like, I laid it right after you got your cards read. Oh, really? Hmm. Well, that's certainly interesting. Do I have? Can I roll? Um, like maybe occultism or religion to see if I know anything about this. Sure. Yeah. Um, which would be better? Do you think? What does chat know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Chat, they're like freaking out about these chickens. <laughs> they're all like, oh. "No!" <laughs> all caps. Religion. <laughs> I, I yeah. I okay. I rolled. I rolled at twenty. Uh, twenty-eight. 28 religion. Mm-hmm. Um, is that with your minus for intelligence because you're drunk? Oh, uh, that is no, that is a 26. You so really good. <laughs> you have, you've heard rumor that certain, certain people who it's, um, hmm. I'm trying to say it in a way that's not just like, here's how it works. Um, <laughs> you've, heard, you've heard rumor that there are certain people who, have powers similar to yourselves that um, affect the world around them differently. Mm. And some of them affect unborn things. Oh, so it's like a demon chicken baby. Um, Not necessarily a demon. It just, it could affect them weirdly. Like a magically enhanced chicken egg in some way. Onion. How would you feel about sitting on this and seeing what happens? Sure. Am I in well, earshot of this? Do I know I'm this not- is happening, or is this like on the down low? You can be. I don't. I, I mean, you can't hear Onion speak. <laughs> sure. Uh. Yeah. Okay. She's like, I'll do whatever you say. Yeah, well, we'll we'll put this uh, we'll put this in in, in the back pocket for now. But uh, you know, in by a back pocket, I mean under your cute little belly. And Moss puts it both of them back into her little satchel. Cool. Uh, you all continue walking outside where Arturo stands there and says, I feel like there's something I need to tell all of you. Usually. Also, I just, I, we had a fortunes read um, and I met a bunch of friends. Some of them uh, knew you in there. I didn't realize Ash works here and was at the, the thing. Cause I didn't recommend it because she was a werewolf then. Um, but it, honestly, this place is more, more hopping than last time before. Uh, and and uh, the, 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 the druid with the, the little fungus friend. That was, they were so cool. Um, Nita. Um, yeah. Um, in Russ and Nita. Um, Nita. Do you know Nita? Hold on. Arturo. It wasn't tonight supposed to be our night off. About that, um, <laughs> just follow me. I, I, I have to tell you all this. Okay, okay. fine. Uh, right. He walks around the corner of the the bar, and he pushes on the wall, and the wall kind of like it doesn't like open up like a door. It it actually like a door appears in front of it as he puts his hand on it, and it's like almost like a black void. We've seen this before, I think, when like after we first met Arturo, he did something like this. Yeah. Uh, he goes, follow me, and he walks through the door. Oh, we're, we're teleporting to a place very far away, very different from here that's not this place. Let's go. This is your house? He's already through. He, you, yeah, you can't Rob, even... Robin goes in. You know Arturo lives around here. 
<laughs> I want to see how he lives. What's everyone else doing? I'm going in. I'll follow. Yeah. What are Mir, Mir, Mir and Scott, Mia and oh, Scott? Oh, they, and they, they first. They've done this before. Yeah, cool. Dogs um, is still with me. So is Dagor now. So all of you and Herring's following as well, by the way. Yes. Um, you all are in what seems to be a very old underground runes of some sort. And Arturo looks at all of you and says, I don't feel right not telling you all this, especially if you're going to stay here. There's something special about this city. Follow me. You don't say. I mean, I can tell the people are, are, are amazing. He huh? he takes you down an uh, an alley or not an alley down down a, a hallway corridor. Yeah, corridor. Thank you. Uh, the corridor itself it's all uh, intricate, well put together bricks and stone uh, blocks. And as you start to walk closer and cl- or like further and further down this this hall, you can see that there's some sort of bright light coming from this room. You can also hear what sounds like a, a, a whooshing sound. And it's just like in a pattern. Whoosh, 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 repeating over and over again. Can I roll a perception and see if I might be able to identify that before we approach? Um, a nat 20 for a total of uh, 34. Magic is literally emanating from this room. Just like dripping from the room. This light is not natural light. It is pure white Arcane energy. I I, I think Robin is like deeply compelled to move in that direction. Yeah, Moss feels like like tingly and like, like breathless. You finally get to this room and in the center of this room, it is a large hexagonal room that in the center is like a what looks to be like a base of a well but on top of it is a large white crystal that is spinning on its own axis and is emanating light from it and he says we've been researching this for quite a few years and we're not exactly sure what it is I'm hoping with Dr. Ravna being here, she they will be able to assist us and figure this out. This, the only thing that we know about this is that it brings people of power to this location. It 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 pulls them in from wherever they are in the world. For some reason, they end up here. In this room or this town? This town. Right. As far as I'm aware, I'm the only person that lives here, well, now more, that knows that this exists. Have you tried to break it? We haven't seen a reason why to. There's none. You wouldn't dream of one. Can I live here for a while? And I do mean this room, not the town. I'm not sure of the the effects on a person in the same room with it long periods of time. We've tried to limit the exposure. We don't know what it could do to the human body or the body of of a humanoid as a whole. I mean, I don't know a better way to find out, do you? Dr. Ravna, 
Talk to Ratna. We'll do rituals, do some tests and stuff. The reason I bring this up is this is why Fizzle is after us. Fizzle, 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 fizzle. This is why is Fizzle after. is after us? Fizzle wants this power. Yes. Well, couldn't we just use this gorgeous thing to, to, to you know, help our goals along? If, if, we knew if, how, if we knew how to use it, I would say yes. Well, I am a very well-read sorcerer. I'm sure that I could... Do a little research too. Moss, you're very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, but that doesn't negate what I just said. It's true. I mean, I'm also fairly gone myself, but uh, you know, I, it's not hard to speak lucidly about Moss, magic. Moss high fives, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> she ends up just like uh, just like hitting Robin because I don't think Robin notices. <laughs> well, if 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 I'll catch if, a high five. <laughs> If Fizzle's so interested in acquiring this thing, uh, does that mean that Fizzle knows what to do with it or how it's used or what its purpose? Or you just think Fizzle wants it because it's shiny and big? And capture Fizzle. Ask Fizzle how to use it. Problem solved. Fizzle does not. He, he literally. <laughs> uh, Fizzle doesn't know how to use it. He just knows the same thing we know, which is it has great power. We were in the middle of doing more research when all of this happened and we had to stop. Uh, Maz, when you say Maz, all of this. Sorry, go ahead. And Maz at this point pulls Cloaky and is like whispering loudly like, <laughs> do you know what this is about? <laughs> When you say all of this happened, do you mean the Zombos or like I, I mean all the peaceful what, cities? I mean what happened up in up in the peaceful cities. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah, you were working on this before you even knew us. Yes. Wow, you kept this a secret for a long time. Okay. I Is this under the city? Yes. The it's way, what all of those people that you saw up in the bar, they are our future. They are our future? Yes, the Court of Corvids, there's more branches of the Court of Corvids than the Corvids themselves, like you. Oh, like the Court of Other Birds? Like the Court of <laughs> Penguins? Court of, uh, of uh, Boobies? <laughs> do you know... Or the court of Dodos? Do you know that crows work together with wolves? Yeah. Are Sometimes. you telling me there's a Court of Wolves? that sometimes crows go out and discover and find things and let wolves know about it and let the wolves do all of the work and then the crows take over the scraps that are left over from the wolves. They, it's, a, it's, a, it's a relationship that the two of them work together on. Right. I mean, cool. I believe you. The people that live in the city are being trained to become our wolves. You hear that, dog guy? There's a future for you here. <laughs> and you, they are being like, these people are converging here because of the crystal. And then because they're very powerful, you are, you are then going to get an option. Arturo. Yes. Oh, this is, you're going to have to promote me for this idea. But like, <laughs> if the crystal is here and it draws all of the most powerful people and you're using it sort of as a, a way of finding people to join the court <laughs> and Remy looks around like very proud, then why don't you 
have the court's headquarters here in Callendale. Because that's a then, good idea. Because then you will you will have direct access to all of these people, and that's like where all of your resources are. That's smart, Ochoa. <laughs> you could get that done overnight. Maybe give us a tour of the facilities tomorrow. He snaps his fingers. It has been done. That's oh, this guy. This, wow. See that? See that? That's, that's a very good idea, Remy. Very good idea. Thank you. Wow. You're welcome, Arturo, and everyone else in the court. Oh, I'm the big ideas come over here. <laughs> Arturo, there's clearly a lot that we have to do, a lot we don't understand. Um, personally, I think we'll be sticking around for a while. I need time with this room. I don't care what you ask of me to make that happen, but I need a lot of time in me here. Too, me too, me too, me too. I want I, to also be in here. I, I mean, you know, maybe the doctor could use a couple of research uh, assistants. I mean, I've already kind of trained for that. I just need... I just want to. I just want to touch it, and Moss holds her hand near it, but doesn't touch it. I think that is a great idea for all of you. Also, Clo- hey, hey, answer me. Uh, you do not hear an answer. <laughs> he he looks at you and and just says, "I think we should maybe spend some time here for a little bit." And yes, yes. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode and this season of Quarter Horvids. Robin jumps into the well. No, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I want to attack the crystal. Do it. Off on the ball. <laughs> awesome, right. awesome. Awesome. So uh, anyone, uh, anyone of you that wants to play uh, in uh, the, the Discord server as your own characters, feel free to play them during the break. I know Krug is already planning on doing that. I probably um, will. If I don't make up a new wacky character. For yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, thank you all so, so, so much for watching us and hanging out with us for the last few seasons. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff uh, planned for next season that, that We've got a lot more, so uh, see you all there. We're not going to do a big goodbye because we're already over time and yeah. there's already an entire group of people ready to start streaming right afterwards. So uh, thank you all so, so very much, and uh, we'll see you next year. Bye. Bye. Thank you so for much. the wonderful town.